0: Hey onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major Socials and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is DJ DeMers. I'm K Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. yeah. Yeah. My name is Josh Williams and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 307 for Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? You having a good time? You having a good day? You having a good week, month, whatever, blah. Who knows? I just hope you are. I hope you're having a good time I hope you're present and enjoying everything right now what is the one man podcast you might be asking if you stumbled in for the first time well um, it is me Josh Williams comedian brand ambassador earthling talking about what's going on with me personally professionally and uh, and anything in between really um, and then this week's episode I'm gonna tell you guys about uh, basically a bunch of documentaries that I watched Ooh, doesn't that sound boring if it's your first time and you hate learning um, I also had some tooth issues Uh, just one tooth, but multiple issues, uh, that I got resolved. I watched, uh, some comedy specials and some movies. I'll tell you guys about that. And I went on an Atlantic city status matching tour with, uh, my partner. Um, yeah. And I've organized, uh, a a group poll, which I think I talk about a little uh, soundbite, soundbite, a conversation I'll be adding to this episode. Um, we added a show to our trip and I'll tell you guys about the vlogging thing because there was something in the last episode I meant to tell you guys, and I may as well jump right into it. Um, I, I went to, uh, in the last episode I told you about my trip to Las Vegas with my buddy, Peter. Um, he, he's also, uh, co-hosting that episode with me for a large portion of it. And, um, I, I was mentioning it, and I was like, I'll get back to it if I remember. And I didn't remember. <laughs> so I'm going to address it now in this episode is, um, the whole, the whole thing was I, I a lot of YouTube vloggers, uh, for different things. And I'm like, you know, it seems like a lot of fun. And I seem like, I, I think I could have a lot of fun talking about things and enjoying it. So I, I got a bunch of things together. I bought a bunch of equipment. I, I spoke to some people who can help me with the editing process after the fact, uh, got a lot of ducks in a row. And, uh, then when I went on the trip, I was mentioning that I was filming in the, the airport. I kept trying to film places and, being exhausted at the end of the day, our flights were delayed, like crazy. We were exhausted. I'm trying to film, like getting onto the planes. I got some guy who's like, gave me a dirty look, uh, as I was filming, walking down the aisle of the plane with my gimbal. Um, it was just difficult. I remember like trying to film when we got there into the hotel and it was just like, just so exhausted. My phone was dead because of all of the delays and like the amount of time I spent on my phone. I had a charging cable and everything like that. I just, um, I just didn't have it strung through myself. I was carrying so much luggage and, and whatnot around. It was just difficult to maneuver that. At one point, the the cord coming from my backpack with my my charging block and everything. And I was wearing a light jacket. It was just like a bunch of like trying to keep the tech going was difficult that night. Then we got in so goddamn late that I was like, I, I was even saying like I'd love to to do a room tour where when it's looking nice and fresh and unused. Um, but it was like two o'clock in the morning before we finally got into our room. And so I'm like, you know what? We'll wait till housekeeping comes. I'll tuck all of our shit into a closet and we'll do a a room tour then. Um, and I'm like, for now, we'll go down to breakfast the next day. I brought my gimbal with me and to try to like take establishing shots while we were walking and to narrate what we were doing. Like the lighting was shit. The, the hallways of the Delano were like dark. And I don't mean like, oh, it's not really well lit. Like there was large portions of them where there'd be like a light by the door and then you're just walking through the dark. So you can't see my face. It's literally like a silhouette thing. So it was like I'm gonna have to keep restaging, you know, these, these conversations and these like establishing, hey, we're we're on our way to breakfast. We're gonna go to House of Blues, blah blah like and even there, like trying to record some of the the shots of the restaurant and what it looked like, the gimbal started acting up and like shaking constantly. So I couldn't get any any establishing shots. I'd go to get a shot of the restaurant and the waiter would walk right up and stand right at like I, I mean it was pretty obvious what I was doing, but he would a very nice guy. But he would just walk right up and then stand right in the way and like deliver the food or the menus, the coffee's like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't even realize I'm like, that's no, it's no worries. I'm going to redo the shot again. Sometimes I was panning too quick with the button. I had to learn how to quickly sort of move the gimbal, but like keep everything sort of steady. Um, even like that ninja walk where you sort of move slowly. So you're not getting your footsteps in the, there was just, I was just constantly reshooting the amount of times Peter had to stop and stand there and wait for me to like try to get a shot again or something. Um, and then at breakfast, like I wasn't in the moment, I couldn't look at the menu because I was too busy trying to, to, to record the menu and record the ambiance, record us sitting there and record the food. I just was like, you know what? I am not having fun at all. I am not present at all. I am trying to think of everything to record and whatnot. And I'm like, you know what? I really do think that I could be entertaining and the things that I do could be entertaining, but I'm like, I don't like the idea of having to have this pack with the the gimbal in my backpack and the, 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 you know, I wanted to record us having a conversation at breakfast. I'm like getting the microphones out and trying to set them up. It was just the amount of time for like the set up and tear down and trying to just enjoy the thing, but like, also I want to record everything. It, it just wasn't fun. And it was taking me out of the moment and it was like, it was slowing everything down. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe someday if I make enough money and stand up, uh, maybe, maybe I will hire someone to come around and record me and film me. Like, again, a lot of the vloggers and stuff, uh, that I'm aware of, uh, have somebody who records with them and sometimes they're just carrying a, a tripod around and they're doing it their way, whatever, but they've maybe learned over time. Um, and for me, it was like, you know what? I don't want to be fucking with this gimbal. I think I'd rather like have a selfie stick and, and just record as I feel, uh, as I feel the need. But I think for now I'm going to stay with my podcast. I like, uh, I prefer doing this. Um, I know what to do. I can sit here and I can just talk to you guys. And, uh, it was an interesting learning experience, but I'm like, you know what? I think just the amount of, um, this was a trip to hang out with my buddy and have a good time. And I think that these vloggers it's work. They go there with a particular agenda in mind, the theme for their thing. And for me, like the theme would have just been like, Hey, you know, hanging with a buddy who's having his first time in Vegas. And, um, with the fucking food poisoning that I got and the illness that, you know, he got the first night and, and just trying to hit as many things as possible. Cause it was his first trip. It just, uh, it would have been a nightmare. I wasn't having fun And the second night. Honestly, the second I was like, you know what? I just don't want to do this. It's not fun and I'm not enjoying it. And I think it's going to ruin our trip. The second I decided I'm not doing it, like I felt so much better. It was like a huge weight was lifted. Um, it was so tough the day before in the airport and trying to just film shit and all of it just be real just in case. Right. Um, you know, trying to do the establishing stuff in the restaurant, uh, not having a great, like walking through the hallways, trying to like narrate and talk to the camera that wasn't working. Um, like I said, it would just, you'd have light and also it would just go dark for a big long stretch. And it's just like, this is, this is horrific. This isn't, this isn't something you would watch. Um, at least not for me. I'd like to put out something quality. Um, I've watched YouTube videos where the person isn't doing a very good job. They're in the dark, this and that. I'm, I'm not trying to give you guys that. Um, so, uh, it's just a not right now thing. Just not right now. And I'm sorry, I didn't address that. So yeah, the, the vlog aspect, in case any of you were wondering, like, he never talked about that. Uh, I shut it down the first morning during breakfast. Um, you know, had, had at that point it was, you know, not quite a day, but like airports. And on the plane and filming takeoffs. And again, I was filming a takeoff and out of the blue, the gimbal started tilting one way, wasn't touching a button or anything like that, just trying to record a nice steady takeoff. And instead the things going on its sides would like twist the gimbal underneath to try to get it level. So you got this goofy fucking Dutch angle of, of the plane taking off, which was not deliberate. So it was just like, it was just, everything was work. Nothing was enjoyable because everything was work and film this film that. And it's just, that's not my style. Um, I barely took pictures and videos while I was there. So, um, just thought I'd throw that out there in case you were wondering, Hey, whatever happened with that will not be vlogging, uh, at least not for the foreseeable future. It's just too much. Um, it's work. It's working. I'm not afraid of work, but again, these trips, um, I want to enjoy them. You know, the whole point was like, maybe if I can get enough traction with these vlog videos that, you know, I might start getting some places asking me like, Hey, we'd love for you to come and and experience our thing on our channel. I think, um, I think it would make more sense and be easier for me to do that by, by, by you know, working harder at stand up something that, that is not uh, annoying and, and stuff to me. And then uh, get to a point where, Hey, they're inviting me because, you know, I'll talk about it on the podcast versus, um, showing it on my goofy video. All right. So having addressed that was important. And I just realized after finishing the last episode that I never, I never talked about it never finished it. Never, uh, never gave you closure. So I'll put it in the notes for here. Um, we also, like I said, speaking of Vegas, we added a show. I was, uh, I went over to visit my mom the other day and I'm taking her to Vegas in a couple of weeks. Um, and we saw that, uh, you know, there's a show at the Win called the awakening, which is like the there, there's animatronics and puppetry and, uh, it's done in the round. So it's not like, you know, the audience theater style, looking at a stage, the stage is in the middle, there's hydraulics. It's supposed to be, uh, really, really cool to see. And it's, it's brand new this year, less than a year old started in November. So I'm excited to see it. And, uh, we added some tickets to that. So myself, Crystal, and my mother are going to go check out awakening at the Win while we're there. Um, I also will mention I, I mentioned it in the last episode and I'll talk more about it with the portion that uh, that I did with crystal um, but I'll be doing a group poll on April 6th if you want to get in on that it's $100 buy-in uh, more details coming later in the episode and you can let me know by reaching out at contact at one onemanpodcast.com or uh, or any other way that you get a hold of me if it's someone not uh, closer um, so we're going to be doing that an opportunity for everybody to uh, maybe win some money and uh, really mitigating the risks. Um, and we're also going to live stream it. So that's the big thing is it's something that we'll all do live together via the interweb. Um, I watched a bunch of documentaries, as I mentioned, I'm going to start off by saying, um, I watched Chris rocks, selective outrage. Um, one of the things, uh, that I didn't mention in the last episode is that while we were getting a ride from our Uber driver on the way there, he had mentioned. You know, he he found that I think actually this was the guy on the way back. The guy the yeah, sorry, our Uber driver on the way back to the airport to leave Las Vegas was saying, like, Oh, you know, you should check out Chris Rock's special. I watch a lot of stand-up and he's really funny. The new special, oh man, he talks about Will Smith slapping him and it was so great. Um, I watched Selective Outrage. I think Chris Rock is a is a really good comic. I did not like the special. Um, I know he got paid a shitload of money for it. Um and not to throw shade truthfully or or to disparage whomever my age group or demographic listening um i i have a tremendous amount of respect for chris rock i i when he got slapped um uh, my respect for will smith went way down and my respect for chris rock went way up he he um kept his composure and even the punchline that he says in his act about why he did that i really i don't even know if that's it i think it was just straight up that he was just a classier dude and he didn't sink to that level um Yeah, I I have a tremendous uh, amount of respect for Chris Rock. I think his stand up was great. He's got bits that like just uh, stand the test of time and are still great social commentary. Um, And and honestly, I feel the same way about Dave Chappelle. Uh, Dave Chappelle, you know, is the earlier years. He was great. He was funny, social commentary, great stuff. the last few Chappelle specials I saw were they horrible? No, but they were nothing special. In my humble opinion, I was not wowed. There's not a single bit that I can think of that I was like, "Man, that was great." Um, same with with Chris Rock special. I didn't find any of it particularly good. I thought it was just kind of meh. You know, I don't know. I honestly don't know if I laughed out loud at any point. You know, and I don't mean like howling with other. I mean like, I don't know if I was just. <laughs> There's every now and again, even there's comics. I don't like where every now and again, I'll hear where there's a That was funny. It's a good bit. Um, and it sucks. Like I remember the last few years before Louis CK got in trouble, he was putting out a special a year and it showed, but it was like, I would find at least one or two bits. Like, like I'd listen to the special and I'd be like, okay, that was an hour long. Uh, 20 minutes of it was good. You know what I mean? 20 minutes was good. And then the rest was filler. He's talking about you know statues of of little boys pissing or not sorry fountains. Why are the fountains always have a naked kid pissing? Like nothing. I don't even remember the bits. But like you'd see where he's like, okay, he had twenty good minutes, and then the rest was filler. Maybe instead of putting out one shitty special with twenty good minutes every year, maybe wait three years like a lot of the other professionals, and all those twenty minutes add them together. Now you have a good hour. So. I just, some of these guys, like, like there's been all, there was all this talk over the last few years that like Netflix was going to pay Eddie Murphy to do a special. Maybe that deal is closed and maybe Eddie Murphy's working on it, but. Uh, somebody who just doesn't do stand up for a while. I don't remember like Chris rock keeps doing it. He's doing movies and stuff too, but I don't know if it's how long it's been since his last special. And before I start talking, I should probably look it up, but uh, you know, not my style guys. I'm just going to run my mouth, but it's been a hot minute since I've noticed. I think kill the messenger was the last one that I recall, like hearing about coming out. I'm sure there's been stuff since, but I'm just like Chris rock doing standup has not been on my radar for a while. Ray Romano, it was a great stand up comic and his special that came out i think it was called from around the corner right here around the corner or something like that where he does two spots at like the comedy store and another club um he hadn't done a stand up special in a long time it showed and it wasn't that good it really really wasn't that good so the idea that these guys who are like amazing it's like they're going to do a special it's going to be insane it's like are they or are they going to be rusty you know what I mean? Like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger was Mr. Universe. You think if he got in a fucking lifting competition right now with whoever was young and hot, like putting his shit up against someone else, like he's, he's going to show his age, man. Um, and, and all I can say is like, I really, I, 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 go ahead and watch it. Nothing against Chris Rock, but I found it. Like I watched that special to hear about the Will Smith shit. Cause everyone was saying, oh, he talks about it in his new special. And, uh, it was just meh. Like had, had that not happened. Cause he was going to get rid of, he was getting ready to film the special anyways, Had that shit not happened, that special would have been even worse, like nothing to anticipate, just nothing. But he ends, he ends on what happened with that. So I don't even know what his closer would have been had he not done that. Um, So just someone talking about, hey, this is what I watched. Um, You know, this is what I thought. I I can't say that I really advocate the Chris Rock special, that it was anything special at all, sadly, uh, because I have a tremendous amount of respect for that, that comic. Um, And that man, again, the way he handled that situation. Amazing. Um, I watched, uh, what else did I do? I watched a movie called the resort. It was like a horror movie where these kids go to a resort where there's, you know, supposed to be a haunting or whatever. It was kind of, it was actually really cheesy. Didn't seem like it was going to be that cheesy based on the, the, the trailer, whatever it seemed like it was actually going to try to be like a good horror. Um, I don't, can't say I gave it my full attention. I was doing other things, but it was really like, meh. Again, I'm like I'm like, I threw it on. It was what it was. Um, and, and what it was, was not special. Um, I did, uh, I watched another documentary yesterday. Again, this week has been me getting ready for my shows. Uh, I got a busy week ahead of me and my energy levels have been low. So I've been kind of, again, we, we went to the status matching, uh, trip to Atlantic city, which I will put into the episode a little bit. I fucking hope I don't throw, forget to throw it to that, that audio. But, um, yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do two different, uh, audio cuts of this. So I know where to put (laughs) So I know exactly what's the first and what's the last. Otherwise I'll have to cut it, split it. And I'll have no idea where to do that. But, um, yeah, uh, I watched a lot of the documentaries before we left on our trip. And then the one I watched, uh, yesterday was called the American meme. I believe it was called the American meme, M E M E like a meme that you see on the internet. Um, and it was about like people like Paris Hilton and the fat Jew and, uh, you know, uh, Kirill some guy who pours champagne on bitches and clubs or whatever it was just interesting because it was talking about all these people oh and there's like Britney something or else Durin or whatever Um It was basically people who got famous on the internet for, for doing goofy things, right? Like people mocking the pictures of Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton talking about like what happened to her after her tape came out and, you know, being on, on social media and she doesn't have many real life friends, but they're all her Instagram followers. She loves her fans. She loves, um, it was, it's was just interesting. You know what I mean? It's not like anything you don't know. Like these people are all eventually it's like, Oh, you know, these people don't care about you. It's just, it's just what, what are you going to do for them next? What are you going to show next? Like one guy's like, I, I don't love what I do, but you know, it's hard to keep up and you had a party in different cities and you can't, you know, you can't talk to drunk people without being drunk yourself because it's a horrible, like it's so boring and obnoxious and, you know, and then someone was like, you know, I, I got to a low point where I was like, oh, I'm going to kill myself. And then some fan like, was like, oh, don't do it. Don't do it yet. I haven't had a chance to party with you. And it's like, yeah, so that's all it is, is an opportunity to like hang out with. You don't care about my well-being. You just want your well-being. You just want your opportunity to, to hang out. So it was just one of those, like, like looking at the people who make content whenever realize like you're only, it's like literally they want something new from you every day. You're just constantly doing something and you will, you will eventually wear out and, and the audience will move on to someone else. So um, it was just, just interesting to watch. You know what I mean? Nothing, nothing super special. It wasn't one of the best documentaries I've ever seen, but I watched it. I watched a fuck load of documentaries, um, which will, I, which I will begin. God, my, my brain's going faster than my mouth right now, which I will discuss with you guys. Now I watched the hatchet wielding hitchhiker, That's, uh, I guess, a dude who was, you know, uh, famous, a little YouTube video of him being interviewed on the news. He saved someone from being attacked by smashing some dude in the head with a hatchet. Smash, 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 smash. Um, And there was, you know, someone else that they turned into a meme or whatever. And it was like, everybody wanted to piece this guy. He was, he was super nice and he seemed like he had a good heart or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, X amount of time later guys on trial for murder because he attacked someone else and fucking caved in their head or whatever. And so you're watching this thing and it's like, oh, his name's Kai and he seems like a nice guy and he had a nice message into the camera and he was a sweet guy. And then like the news guy who interviewed him, you know, kept this contact. He was the only one that has contact. Jimmy Kimmel wanted to get him and they wanted to give him his own reality TV show about being a good person and homeless and all this stuff. And, um, you know, it starts off interesting and then it's like, you know, they're trying to, to calm this guy down and, and be like, you know, they see him again and he's just all this weird sort of manic energy. And they're like, you know, there's no way we're gonna be able to keep this guy calm. You can't keep him calm for five minutes, you know, and focused, let alone like try to give him his own show. Like there's no way. And they drive him to like Los Angeles and check him into a hotel. And and while they're checking him in, he's standing outside, pissing on the front sidewalk. Like it was just a giant shit show. And then later, uh, you know, later in the documentary, it's like he's on trial because he was staying with somebody and he ends up like attacking the guy and Caving in his head, it turns out he was just a nice old man, and this guy's like some sort of you know the the hitchhiker, some sort of weird you know maybe schizophrenic. He thinks the guy was like a pedophile, so he's just he basically it's like you know does this guy think he's some sort of vigilante? Like he takes it upon himself to like attack people? You know, like was he this guy who was at the right place, right time to save these people, or did he see an opportunity to attack someone with a hatchet? And you know that's where his fame came from. Was you know he was just some loose cannon ready to go? So it was. I mean, again, something to watch. Um you know, if you're just like, I want to throw in a doc, I'm, I'm, um, I like the documentaries that are over and done within two hours. These ones that are like, oh, it's a documentary series and it's, you know, six episodes, an hour each. I'm like, I don't know if I have the whole day to do this. You know, some of them even longer, some of them, you know, it's a, you know, series and it's three seasons of it's like, I, I just can't, you know, something where it's like someone's locked up and the one episode is theirs. Sure. But these six, seven part docs, like, I mean, I love a making a murderer, but nothing has come out strong like that, that I've heard of in some time, you know what I mean? And even the stuff that was strong, like the Adnan Syed uh, case from the podcast serial, which was incredible, um, threw on one of the things like a while back, a long time ago, like one of the HBO, like docs that they tried to do on it. Not the slightest been entertaining, um, not engaging at all. Uh, just finding a lot of that type of stuff. There's a lot of things are trying to make documentaries about shit that we already know. And, um, you know, and it just was done better elsewhere. Uh, even crystal, there's one called like the girl in the picture. And crystal was listening to a podcast about this. And she said that like, uh, the podcast was infinitely better. And, the, 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 documentary was done like sort of like in a different sequence than the podcast did it and it and it didn't make sense the way they were doing it. So she's like, I watched both, but you really need both to get like the full picture. But if you can only do one, do the podcast. So that's not one I watched, but uh I talked about that. Then there's Money Shot, the Pornhub Story. Um and that one was just kind of like meh. You know, I like documentaries about the porn industry. I really do because I find anything, you know, media and entertainment, I know like Basically anything that people think is just fun, like there's work behind it, right? Like there's so many young comics who will come to an open mic and do, you know, six minutes and like, yeah, this is a clubhouse. We just, we go on stage, we shoot the shit and then we sit around the room and we talk shit and we, we bust each other's balls and we, you know, drink till two in the morning and it's just fun. It's like, yeah, but that's, you're never going to make it in this business if all you do is, is show up at the open mics and drink. You know, you have to treat it like a business. Um, Trent McClellan in a very early episode of this podcast, when I interviewed Trent, Trent was saying, like, there's all these comics that like, you know, they play video games all day, then they show up at the club, tell jokes, and then drink till till all night. And the quote that Trent said was one that was like, Show me where you put your time and your money, and I'll tell you what your priorities are. Right. There's so many comics like, Oh, I, I want to make it, I wanna be rich and famous. It's like, yeah, but you spend all day playing video games and you drink with your money. So like, what's what's your priority? Right? You should be treating stand up like a job. And all the best comics George Carlin, Jerry Seinfeld, my buddy, Trent McClellan, like these are people get up and they treat comedy like a job, you know, they don't, they don't hang out at the bar after the show and drink with everyone all night. They're fucking in the car on their way home. Tomorrow's back to work on the craft. You know what I mean? So I, I do, the reason I I'm, I'm likening this to like the porn industry and stuff is that I think it's very interesting to see the, the industry aspect of it. I watched a documentary forever ago called hot girls wanted, and it was all about how they effectively exploit these young girls who think, Oh, I'm going to come to Hollywood. I'm going to be a porn star for 10 years. And it's like most of them last one to three months. They do all of the amateur circuit. If you will do all the, the videos, blah, blah, blah. And then they're done. And if they don't get some serious traction on like their own efforts doing social media, you're done. Nobody wants you. You're done. You got used up. You were on all the amateur sites and now, now there's no need for you. Um, and it shows how that works over shows the pay scale and everything like that, that they're getting right. Cause again, people see us doing stand up. Like, what do you make like $5,000 a show? It's like, fuck, I wish. But you know what I mean? Like some of the best paying shows in Canada might be $5,000 a show. You know what I mean? Uh, but, but that's like a corporate in theater in front of hundreds of people, if not thousands, you know what I mean? So like people think like, oh, porn stars, I wonder how much it's like. The documentary, perfect example, it's like 800 bucks a scene, which is like, there's, there's escorts who, you know, prostitutes who are sleeping with somebody for more money than that for one night. And it's not, uh, filmed and immortalized. You know what I mean? Whereas a lot of these chicks are young and and whatnot, so I, I watched the Pornhub one because I was hoping it would be as informative, and it was basically just saying how like people upload stuff to Pornhub, and you know, and and you know, you say hey, take it down, and you know, they had to do this big thing about like verifying accounts to make sure that when people were uploading shit that didn't belong to them, like it it didn't really catch my attention. I did, I can't really say I found it particularly interesting. Um, it went on to say that like a lot of people started doing like cam shit for themselves because it was easier to control that like all these porn things were were ending up just basically like the Napster of porn um, can't say it was as interesting as other documentaries another documentary I watched uh, that I found interesting was after porn ends because again an industry that will use you when you're young and once you're used up it's like what happens to you I, I found that very fascinating to like what happens to these people you know after they're done and uh, I, I I enjoyed those ones as well but again so money shot the Pornhub story great title had my interest cause I've seen other porn documentaries. I thought were, I even watched a, a porn documentary called uh fuck virus or something like that, or sick, but it was about um, AIDS. It was about AIDS, the AIDS scare in the porn industry. And in I believe the early nineties or whatever. And that one was interesting because they basically like, there was a guy who was like faking his blood tests to keep having scenes with people and basically was spreading AIDS through the community just so he could keep working. Um, and I don't remember there was some part of it where it's like the guy kind of got hung out to dry a little bit. Um, but I don't remember he wasn't, um, he wasn't a- alone in it. Um, and he might not have even been the thing. So I, yeah. And the guy's like, oh, I used to live blah, blah, blah. And he's like, now I, now I'm on disability living in a, in a trailer. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I couldn't pay my rent tomorrow if I had to I have to wait for my disability check to come in to pay the rent on my trailer in a trailer park. Like It sucks for the guy. But yeah, I, again, I've, I've found, um, I, I, do find these documentaries interesting. Um, I also watched another one speaking about like online stuff. Uh, I watched a documentary called the Tinder swindler. And this was a guy who tricked women online to give him money can basically convince them that he was a, you know, uh, an heir to, um, a diamond company or whatever. And, you know, uh, if you Googled his name, it would show up as like the son of like some rich diamond guy, whatever. But what ha- what would happen is he'd be like, "Oh, I have enemies, I have enemies, sweetheart, and my bodyguards are in danger." You know, my my body, like he'd have a video and show them like his bodyguard, like you know, like cut on his head, like we were attacked. My enemies are after me, so my security detail has suggested that I stop using my credit cards uh, for a little while so that I can't be tracked. Can you wire me some money? Um, and of course, these women would do that. And, you know, he'd say, I'll pay you soon. Please just wire me another. And some of these women were like $250,000 worth of like taking loans out and credit card debt and everything like that. And, you know, um, it just, it just, he just like was, a was a serial con artist and, and took women, um, for all they were worth. Um, again, not a super entertaining documentary. Like I follow for a bit, but it's just like, I'm finding too a lot of the documentaries, like we're, we're you know, a, a, a while back you could watch a documentary and it was going to give you a resolution at the end. You know what I mean? Like where someone, you know, the bad guy gets caught and faces jail time and like the, the good guys win, you know what I mean? Or at least a very reasonable, you know, justice was served or whatever. And I'm finding that like a lot of shit now you get all the way to the end. And it's like, and you know, it's still a mystery today. It's like, it's like literally they're all like an episode of like ghost hunters or that destination truth that existed for a while. Like there was this one show that was like destination truth. And, you know, for years, people have been trying to find out, you know, if, if there's a Loch Ness monster, you know, but we're going to, we're not going to leave until we find out the truth. Our job is to bring the truth to you. We're going to find out once and for all, is there a Loch Ness? Every episode would start off that. Is there a Bigfoot? You know, what about the Chupacabra, the Jersey devil or blah, 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 like all these things. This is the most haunted house. We are not going to leave until we get to the truth. And every episode would end. It's like, well, we spent two days at Loch Ness and, and despite some, you know, grainy footage and whatever it is, you know, we, we didn't really find anything, you know, but one thing's for sure. This sure is a mystery. It's like, all of that was true before you wasted half an hour of my time. You got me excited. You, you, every episode is like, we're going to find out and nothing ever. Every episode of ghost hunters right before the commercials bump. (gasps) Did you hear that? Oh, did you see that? And then again, nothing, nothing. Oh, what was that? Oh, a speckle of dust walked you know, flew past the screen, but, but it sure looks like it could be something else. Like, no, it looks like it's a speck of dust. You know, it wasn't an apparition floating by, it was a speck of dust, you know, it's, it's television. Um, I started watching this thing called like, oh, 28 days in horror or something like that. I think it was on like Netflix or whatever. But it was like, oh, you know, Ed and Lorraine Warren, every time they went to a house, it was like the the infestation, the possession always took like, you know, on, on average 26 days or 28 days or whatever it was. So, you know, every show only goes into these places for like one or two days and then they're gone. But in order for it to fully take effect, you got to stay. twenty. 20- so they're like, this show is going to be 28 days of staying in this home. And it's all the same shit. Oh, Oh, I felt something grab my leg. It's like, well, yeah. And there's nothing on the camera. There's nothing. Oh, I had this dream last night where it was this, that, and all these reenactments, you know, this place is getting on. There's a malevolent spirit. Nope. Nope. I'm not going to allow it. Like it was just, it's just all horseshit. You're just watching people, nothing, no evidence, no proof. But the whole idea with these shows is like you, you pay attention. Everything's going to build. It's going to get big, big climax. Nothing happens. The documentaries are starting to do that to you. They're building you up. This guy's been running from the law and he scammed these people and you know, they going to catch on. It's like nothing, nothing happens at the end. It's just like, yeah. And that's, that was, that was an hour and a half of your life to find out that some guy lied to me and I gave him all my money. You know what I mean? And I figured it out when it was too late. So Tinder swindler, like if you're, if you're looking for something, you know, again, it's, the hatchet wielding dude, it's like you find out, you know, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it if you guys want to watch, but I'm just saying that like, you don't, don't wait for a big resolution on a lot of this stuff. Um, I watched a documentary called athlete a, and it was about the U S gymnastics teams and how for years, gymnastic team, I should say, I think it's a tease teams, um, for years, these, these women, um, had a doctor that the, the team doctor who was sexually assaulting them. And because they were young kids, they didn't realize that like what he was doing was assault, right? Like this is the guy who like checks their muscles and rubs their, their muscles on their inner thighs and things like that. And had them convinced that for him to slip digits into them, you know, and rub their breasts was like part of his physio, whatever. And this is the guy for like years that was, that was operating and doing this. Um, and to the point where the, the U S gymnastics team, like the whole, you know, administration, whatever was covering up for this guy. You know what I mean? Like they were like when the parents would, would would report like what their kids were telling them, they were like we will do our own investigation, don't worry, we'll report it on you and if you if you contact these other things you're going to interfere with our investigation. It was like a guy who was allowed to operate sexually assaulting women for years. Um that that was a documentary where at least you'll get some sort of, you know, uh denouement resolution uh, of the story as opposed mm-hmm. to just watching and be like and then, yeah you know, oh, but, but you know, they, they cried and nothing happened. I watched another one about two women who committed or one woman who committed suicide and another girl who was like shamed into horrific ways about like these guys who sexually assaulted them, recorded it, put the video out there, their classmates saw it, one of them kills themselves, the other one attempts or whatever. And the whole idea is like that this, this small town, the fucking sheriff is like, well, you know, boys can do things, but you know, women can do things too. And like, it's like, it's literally like, like, the definition of victim shaming, like as a man, when you hear that, like, oh, men are the worst and men are always like apologize for victims. Like if that triggers you and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, we do not do that. Like I was one of those guys. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I so do not blame the victim and whatever. Like I was really polarized initially when I heard that, but that's also because I'm the kind of guy who would never dream of doing that to somebody. So to me, it's like the, like I, I, and I also didn't think it was happening to the degree that it was, which is why, again, I've said before, and I'll say again, that the me too movement was so important because you have a lot of men doing this shit and not getting caught. And you also have a lot of men like me who are unaware that this shit is happening to the degree that it is happening. So for me, every time it's like all these, all these men, I'm like, what are you like? We are not all doing this what are you talking about? Like I had a hard time and then I watch, you know, I, I I talk with people and listen and things like that. And and I've heard of all these horrible things. I'm like, Holy fuck it's happening. There's way more animals out there than I thought. And then watching this documentary where these girls go to the cops and the cops are literally like the, the, the sheriff is literally saying into the camera, you know, he says like, well, you know, like, like men, men do bad things. And you know, women also do bad things too. And she's like, yes, but the, the, you can hear the documentarian saying like, Yeah. But, but in this case, it's, it was men doing, you know, it was men sexually assaulting a woman. This is not, you know, this was not the woman was drunk and whatever, you know what I mean? She, she wasn't, you know, sexually assaulting them. They were sexually assaulting her. And he's like, he just sits there and he's like, you know, well, (laughs) did they? You know what I mean? Like he just ready to dismiss the entire thing. Doesn't take it seriously. Was sitting and like making excuses. The person who's supposed to get justice for these women is sitting there and like basically saying that the women were liars. One of them killed themselves over this, and it's like you did that over a lie. Like if you were never sexually assaulted, right? Like like the thing is, at one point in documentary, is like, "All well, those people at Apple, you know, like these guys, they deleted the video off their phone." Right. So like no one could get it afterwards. They were showing people, but like no one could see it. And they're like, you know, the people at Apple, it's like, when you delete it, it's deleted. They said, normally with a computer, you know, something gets deleted, you can sort of piece it back together after the fact. But with this Apple stuff is like, once it's deleted, it's gone. So there's, you know, the key piece of evidence doesn't exist anymore. Right. And they were willing to just dismiss it. Like the guys, the kids even admitted to recording the shit. Oh, it was fucking horrific. Um, it was fucking horrific, but, uh, that was yeah. I don't remember what that one was called uh, like like Daisy and and something Audrey and Daisy or something like that. But uh, yeah, athlete day about the gymnastics. I spent a long time watching documentaries trying to feel better after that trip, guys. Um, and then finally I watched one called Our Father. Uh, oh, sorry, not finally. I got one more after that to, to tell you guys about our one was called Our Father, and it was about a fertility doctor. I don't know if he was just a fertility doctor, but that was definitely one of the things he practiced fertility doctor who was using his own sperm to impregnate the women who came to him. So they all thought like a lot of these people thought, you know, they were going to get their, their husband's sperm or the spouse's sperm or donor sperm. Instead, this guy was like going down the hall, rubbing one out and putting his own shit in them. Um, to the point where he has like 50 offspring, you know what I mean? Like these women were like, it's, it was a fascinating documentary, how these people would do like a 23 and me or, you know, uh, What's the other, what's the other one? Come on, brain 23 and me and the heritage one, not heritage. Ah, fuck. Anyways, I'm sure you guys are screaming it at your, your, you know, uh, podcast playing device right now. But, uh, 23 and me is one heritage.com. Is that what it would be? Heritage. Ah, fuck. I almost want to like Google it because my brain won't stop. One sec. I believe ancestry.com is the one that I was looking for, but we got the top three DNS t- DNA tests of 2023. So let's see who they say for ancestry. Come on. Give me the top three. Give me the top three, top three DNS according to whatever number one choice. CR Genics overview company, reputation ancestry.com 23 and me. There we go. So those are the, the, uh, the top three there. Um, Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting more invites for the ocean casino. You guys, um, yeah. So I watched, uh, I watched, uh, <laughs> that, that was weird. That one also kind of a disappointing, uh, resolution, but, um, again, I'm not telling you whether or not, you know, there was justice, or whatever, it was just, just disappointing. Um, and then finally I watched a documentary. I believe this one was on Amazon prime. It was called, can we take a joke? And it was about, uh, censorship and, and cancel culture and everything like that. And, uh. And it was really good because it talks a lot about censorship and what people will let you joke about and what they won't and how freedom of speech is so important because talking about subjects and talking about taboo things is where we can come to common ground. So by, by people telling you, you can't say things and you can't do stuff is a is, is serious injustice to freedom of speech. Um, a lot of people like make arguments, like, oh, it's hate speech, whatever. It's like, yeah, I, I, I'm not pro hate speech by any means, but it's one of those things where it's like, you're not forced to listen to someone saying hateful things. And when you hear someone saying hateful things and then you go, yeah, but what if someone else hears it and believes it? it's like, well, then that person was an idiot anyways. And you can't spend your entire life walking around, uh, censoring what that one person hears. You know what I mean? Like the whole idea is that you want to be able to be the kind of person that people want to come and talk to and say, Hey, I heard this thing. Is there any, you know, what do you think of that? It's like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Like what that person said is absolute, you know, lunacy, whatever, you know, it's like when your kids hear things at school, they don't just go, Oh, okay. I believe that they come home and go, Oh my God, I heard this. Is this true mom? It's like, no, that's ridiculous. Right. Everyone's heard stupid people like Sarah Palin and, and, Anne Coulter talk, but it doesn't mean that everyone agrees with what they're saying. Like, I've never met anyone who's like, yeah, those women are really smart. You know? There's all sorts of idiots saying things. Kanye West has said some of the dumbest shit in the world as of late, and you I, I have not heard one person who's like, Yeah, that guy's saying intelligent things. Just because what somebody's saying is stupid and hateful doesn't mean it's gonna catch on. You know what I mean? That's why those groups like the KKK and shit exist. You get know, a bunch of people with small minds together, and it's like, yeah, that's that's not good, but but um not canceling the dialogue makes it fester in those little groups. Basically it makes it so that those little groups get together and now hey, we can talk about it over here. And it's like, yeah, now we don't know what they're doing because you've, you've forced them into hiding. You know what I mean? Um, for some reason, Donald Trump can incite, you know, racism and things like that against Mexicans. I'm going to build a wall to get them out of here. It's like, well, that's, That's not a hate speech per se. Someone would probably argue that it is, but the whole idea is that you're just inciting anger towards a group of people. And that guy's allowed to fucking be president. You know what I mean? But again, any free thinking person that I know has not been like, I really like what that guy says. You know what I mean? They go, that guy sounds like a fucking racist. And there's so many people be like, he's never said anything racist. He's never done. I'm like, like to imply that one race is better than another is racist. You know, if you call a country, a shithole, um, yeah, maybe, maybe even that's not racist, but holy shit, is it ever fucking prejudiced? It's, it's certainly not somebody who's in a, uh, uh, leadership role should ever say you shouldn't you ever imply that one country is better than another. And sorry, calling one a shithole is certainly to imply that it's not as good as others. Anyways, I'm not going to fucking go off on a tangent with Trump. Some of you are probably Trump supporters and, and, or, you know, disagree with me and probably think I'm a, uh, libtard as people say, but i um, watching this documentary. Can we take a joke? It's like, it was having people like George Carlin or whatever. And they're quoting him saying that, like, it's funny enough that like all the censorship and, and the lack of freedom of speech, it's like it blow blew his mind that it was coming from the left. You know what I mean? It's like all these people who are essentially liberal telling people what they can and can't say. And I, I definitely agree. It's absolute insanity. Um, but it's an interesting documentary. Like they talk about people who like put on like shows at their school. Um, To effectively like try to push the boundary of offense. There's a great quote that I like, which is offense cannot be given. It can only be taken. And that's true. Cause I got friends of me who can come at me and crack jokes at me and and throw insults. And really like, it doesn't even matter if they're trying to offend me. It's my choice, whether or not I want to be offended. And there's tons of great comics who say, you know what happens when you're offended? Nothing. You don't get sick. You don't lose money. It's just a thing. You're just, okay, I'm offended. Now what? Who cares? Um, but there's so many things out there that someone might not have an issue with until you get close to something that's, that they don't like. And now it's like, oh, I don't, not only can I, like, I can't just walk away and decide I don't like it. You know, um, I need to make sure nobody else ever gets it. Like, to me, it was like, like I, I was watching this and I'm like, I want to write a bit about like how it's like a going to a restaurant and having a menu. Right. And it's like the menu is the comedian show. And guess what? There might be things on this menu that you don't like. You know what I mean? So at that point you just don't don't consume them, you know? If you don't want it, leave it there. But but if you don't like it, that's that would be like shit on the menu and being like, "You know what? I don't like this and I don't think anybody should eat this. I want this taken off your menu." It's like just don't eat it, don't consume it. If you don't like it, don't consume it. There'll be things on the menu that that you'll like and enjoy those. Focus on those. Anything that you don't like, Just don't worry about it. Don't, don't run to the fucking, you know, manager and say, take this off the menu. I don't want anyone to ever have this. I fucking hate tomatoes. I don't have a vendetta against tomatoes. I don't want to make it so that nobody ever eats tomatoes so that I, I may never, I don't want to live in a world where there's tomatoes. I don't care. I just don't consume them. You know what I mean? And that's the way you should look at it. You know, if you're, you're, if you don't something on the menu, you don't like, don't be that fucking prick. Who's like, Oh, I want to take it off the menu. I don't want anyone eating it. That's how much I think about myself. There's a quote I like those who can't control their emotions want to control other people's behaviors. I can't handle it when you do this. So you don't do it. Or you could grow a little, you know, a little bit, develop some strength of character and fucking take it on the chin. You know what I mean? Not everything is about you. Okay. And, uh, having said that I went to the dentist to get my tooth. Uh, well, I was going to go, I was, was planning on going to get a cleaning and the tooth, uh, polished as they call it, which is where they grind a bit of tooth off. And I remember the day made the appointment day before I made the appointment, I'm sitting eating my, my chicken sandwich for lunch. And I bit down on what I thought was a piece of like grizzle in the chicken or whatever. And after I was done eating, I, I sort of tongued the spot that I was getting fixed the next day and the fucking whole filling had fallen out, which is probably why I had noticed a little bit of a jagged bit on it. Anyways, was super stressed out going to the dentist the next morning. I completely forgot to take my blood pressure medication. And, uh, I remember when I, when I got there, um, they took my blood pressure and they were like, oh man, your blood pressure is way too high. Um, we can't, we can't, you know, do a cleaning cause we get in by the gums with blood. We just can't, can't get near that. So we took blood pressure a few times and I could not get it underneath the, the, the reading that was appropriate for getting uh, any work done. And so I, uh, I, <laughs> I, I ended up there like we can do the filling, but we can't do the teeth cleaning. I'm like, great. I didn't want that anyways. Um, that was just me being nice. I'm like, if you're going to polish my tooth for me, hopefully like, you know, you'll give me a deal on the polishing if I'm, I'm here already getting some other work done. Um, but uh, I, I, and it ended up being that they were like, well, we should be able to fill it. There's no nerves or anything like that. And, and the blood pressure thing would have mattered had they been like, you know, injecting me with Novocaine or something. It might've affected me, but they're like, because the hole's clean and everything, we can fill it, um, without you know, having to, uh, to, to, to freeze me like, great. I'm sure that saves me money too. I'm not paying for anything. So the dentist there, absolutely amazing dentist, um, made my day. I'm not telling you guys this so that you can go ask him for freebies, but, um, he filled the tooth, polished it, everything. And he was saying, normally we guarantee these for like two years, but it's been just over. He'd asked me like, do you have any you have any insurance or anything like that? I was like, no, I'm, I'm self-employed. So like, it's all out of my pocket. And he goes, well, normally we, we guarantee these for two years, but it's been just a little over that. So there's no charge for the filling. I was like, dude, you made my day. It's gonna cost me a few hundred dollars. And I was like, that was, I go, that's so amazing. So I'm actually going back tomorrow to get the, the teeth cleaning done. Just, just as a, as a, as a thank you, you know, I'll get my teeth cleaned. I'll, I'll, you know, um, that's money. I mean, it's something I'm getting anyways, you know, it's, it's not like I'm just throwing free money at them, but it's like, I know how to brush my own teeth. I even asked them, like, is the cleaning just you guys cleaning my teeth for me? Like, is this basically like a massage parlor where I'm going to pay a couple hundred dollars to get jerked off, which is literally something I can do myself for nothing. You know what I mean? I'm going to pay you to do something I can do in five minutes myself. Like if if you're just, if I'm just paying you to brush my teeth for me, I don't want. Them. They're like, no, we go in and we clean under the gums and shit that you can't do, you know, at home. I was like, all right, all right. I still don't believe it, but I'm like, all right. I'm um, so big thank you to Dr. Sharma at Trillium dental for making my day, not attacking my, uh, my bank account. I, I don't know what I would have done if I had to fork out, like it would have been like four or $500, um, for the filling and everything. So, um, hero hero, I'm going to wake up early, check my blood and make sure that, uh, I can get the cleaning done. Otherwise I will, uh, otherwise I won't be able to do it. There's no point in me going all the way in if I can't get my blood pressure under, uh, under the mark. So, um, yeah. Um, so having said that, I've told you guys about all the things I did, you know, the documentaries I watched, the the things that I've done with my time of the week, it's been uh, an up and down week, a lot of recovery from last week, coming home sick with like food poisoning or whatever. But, um, I did get to spend, um, you know, a couple days, uh, on the road with, uh, with crystal and, um, you know, I may as well, I may as well add in that audio, her and I sat last night in bed with uh, a couple of mics and, and talked about, um, about our trip to Atlantic city. So, um, without further ado, I will, uh, I will throw it to that and, uh, and let you guys hear how that trip was. Let me be back in a minute. Hey onesies. I have the lady here with me. Uh, and I'm not sure exactly how I threw this to myself, but we're going to take this opportunity to tell you guys about our Atlantic city status mansion trip. So a few episodes ago, I told you about, uh, how I went there with Chad and all the uh, things that we went through here. Well, this time um, I had a uh, fully fledged adult with me, according to the American government, uh, 21 years old and plus.
1: Um, that's, no, just 21, just 21. Yeah, yeah you were
0: 21, honey, on yes. this trip.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we went down to celebrate our 21st birthday.
1: Exactly, I'm but, so lucky.
0: <laughs> but so uh, effectively with all this status matching, or sorry, the, the, the founder's card and status matching that I've been telling you guys about, Um, effectively, uh, Crystal got the founder's card and her Caesar status was upgraded to diamond. So we were all set to do the status matching, you know, uh, festival now, because when I went with Chad at the ocean casino, one of the things that they gave me for matching prime was two free nights at the hotel. So to do this trip with Crystal, it, uh, the, the first time I had received a free night at the Borgata as a reward through the MGM, my Vegas app, and this go around, um, didn't have that, but I did have, as a result of going there before two free nights at the ocean casino. Um, so we used that. We basically went down surprisingly enough, we'd booked it first and realized like, oh, that's St. Patrick's day. Like we're driving down on (laughs) St. Patrick's day. So I imagine it'll be busy. Um, but we had a free night at the ocean, ocean casino. So we're like, okay, we're gonna go do that. We're gonna do the exact same thing. We're gonna match, uh, from, from Caesar's diamond to hard rock uh you know hard rock hotels uh rock royalty status then we're gonna go over to ocean casino and we're gonna match you prime and then we're gonna take your prime and match you over at the Borgata, which is the mgm property to mgm gold mm-hmm. which i know when telling you originally like all the different steps it's pretty it's pretty complicated like it's not super cut and dry how this stuff works so i can understand a lot of people being like oh it sounds like super complicated it's like it it can be yeah but at the same time as long as it's basically just like a It's almost like that paperclip story where the guy got a paperclip and he kept trading it for other things until he got one, one big one. But at the end of the day, it's just, you can't just be like, we're going to just go to all these different things. You have to do them in order. You couldn't do it in any other order or it won't work. Like one matches to one specifically, the next one matches to the other one specifically. So, Mm -hmm. anywho, the whole idea is we're going back down to Atlantic City and we're doing the status match tour again. So, um, before we left, um, The night before, you know, where we had stuff packed, we came over, you got, uh, you got sick. You caught a bug from work or whatever.
1: Yeah, a bug that apparently everyone Mm. is getting now. Um, But yeah, I thought, I thought maybe one person, you know, maybe they just a little, you know, ate the wrong thing or whatever. But no, full out Friday night, right before we leave, couldn't leave the bathroom.
0: Yeah, you weren't, you weren't doing too good. Um, Yeah. She was throwing up pretty, pretty heavily. You know, I know that you were suffering. You were sitting in your chair, you had the window open. You were, you know, trying to drink water. I actually gave her a really (laughs) bad, it's funny. I gave her the right, the right, uh, well, not really the right anything, the right ingredient. So I remember when I used to get sick, my mom would give me apple cider vinegar and water. And she's like, oh, just sip it because it tastes gross or whatever. But I was like, my understanding was the apple cider was supposed to, like, you know, help, help relax and neutralize any, like, bacteria in the gut. So at one point I was like, you know, honey, do you have any apple cider vinegar? I went down to the fridge and we didn't have any glasses. We didn't have any glasses tonight either. I don't know what's going on with the glass situation. We're going to need the glasses.
1: The dishwasher's running now. Yeah.
0: We're, maybe just, do
1: some dishes around here. Yeah,
0: that's fair. All I'm saying is we got, we have these little, like, twice the size. That's like half the size of a rocks glass, twice the size of a shot glass. We had lots of those, uh, in the cabinet. So I was just was like, okay, well, I'm going to give her like, you know, two ounces of apple cider vinegar and then like three ounces of water. And my whole understanding with the water, when my mom gave it to me was that apple cider supposed to be good for you. But because we were kids, you know, you can't get a kid to just take a shot of apple cider vinegar. So the water was to just like dilute it. But the whole idea is they say like put a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar in like a glass of water as opposed to you know what
1: you did. A
0: shot and a half of it in, you know, three yeah. ounces of water.
1: What was Anyways, the other step? And that then you the you other thing me? was
0: to sip it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, honey, just you know, just pound it back and just that'll chug
1: the shit. That'll chug coat it. your
0: stomach, whatever. Anyways, yeah. gave it to her, made her sick, she threw up and i felt and i felt bad bad. like i googled it afterwards to see and it was like yeah you sip it slowly and it was basically i learned that you like you put way less vinegar and way more water
2: yeah
0: uh so my ratio was off and then you know you sip it slowly so instead of just being like oh and saying nothing realizing like she came in and she's like what's wrong i'm like i i fucked up and i'm so sorry like i basically You know, yeah, I, I fucked it all up. But. That was
1: the worst I've ever broke blood vessels in my eyeballs. But I
0: you can't I, I in all fairness, I don't think it was exactly <laughs> no, the, the sickness. apple cider. Yeah, no, it was, it was sickness. the sickness
1: for sure. But oh I definitely whew that burn coming up.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was it was not good. I felt bad. And, and, and the, the thing that was really tough was like, one of the reasons that we were doing this, this status matching tour or whatever was to try to make it so that crystal would have her, her statuses for when we go to Las Vegas in a few weeks. So just like, I knew she wasn't feeling good. I knew she wasn't doing well. And and part of me it was my head was going like, fuck, we should reschedule. But I was looking at the calendar and everything. I'm like, there's just, there just isn't any time. Um, I'm hosting an absolute comedy this week. And, uh, and then the next weekend, like it's, it's just not an option. So I felt bad and I was like, well, I hope she just feels better. No, no pressure. But I'm like, I hope, I hope she can feel better. But you, you really toughed it out the night before and, and in the morning you weren't doing, you weren't doing great, but we were like, well, we're going to get you meds. We're going to get your pillow. Yeah. You can sleep in the car. Um, so she toughed it out. She was a trooper and, uh, and we got in the car. Brought the pillows, everything like that. You did sleep a good, a good portion of the way. We can get back to that. Oh
1: yeah. Well, I also didn't sleep the night before though. I no, of course. Like, I just couldn't sleep. I was up and down.
0: Yeah. No. No. You weren't doing very well.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So the whole idea was just like we're gonna make you, we're gonna make this trip as comfortable for you as possible. Um. And I know that you, you know, you, we, we ran through like shoppers drug, Mart. we got you Pepto, we got you Imodium. Oh yeah. I remember we got, that. I tried to get like as much stuff. I got you like rice cakes and uh, like a kombucha with ginger to hopefully yeah. help the stomach. Um. But yeah, so the trip down was pretty straightforward. I remember we stopped midway for gas in, gas in Syracuse at a Costco yeah. and. Uh, I don't remember. You, you don't remember it?
1: I just, I was passed out.
0: You came in with me.
1: Okay.
0: You don't remember any of that? Yes. We got you the acai smoothie, and you oh, got yeah, the I rice. Oh yeah, I remember that.
1: I remember Costco. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We
0: got some wagyu beef jerky that was a little too spicy for you. Yeah, everything is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was funny. Anyways, I I love Costco. I we got gas at Costco, and then uh, went inside. I got a chicken bake. So I had, I had eaten, but Crystal's tummy was a little off. I thought maybe the like acai smoothies they had would, would help with the tummy. But I just, I think you were yeah. still a little too close to oh, yeah. to when it was at its strongest. So we basically went down to, uh, we basically, we got to close to Atlantic City.
2: Yeah.
0: Started paying those tolls that I bitched about in a previous episode. Yeah. But I was ready for them this time. So it was easy peasy. Just throwing yeah. quarters, you know, into yeah. the, the big uh, bucket. Um, the first place we went was Caesars. So in order to start the status match off, we needed to get your Caesar's diamond card, yeah. which this time around they were way more under renovation than when I had gone with Chad. They had like some some walls with drywall up. This time there was scaffolding and, and yeah. stuff everywhere. You couldn't really see any of the Caesar's decor at all. It was actually because it's kind of like a shitty experience Yeah. going in. It didn't feel like you were in a casino at all. Even though you go into the casino floor and there's games everywhere, the walkthrough was very like, Tunnels and back. it felt like you were walking through like the back hallways of you know, yeah. some some arena or whatever, where you're just like, Oh, this isn't, this doesn't feel mm-hmm. like a luxury hotel.
1: You could see like the, the, the you know, iconic Caesar statues and stuff, like behind all of the construction, which is,
0: yeah, exactly. It didn't
1: very exciting, yeah,
0: no, it didn't look nice at all, but but they gave her 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 cards, and we're like, Okay, now we got the physical Caesar's diamond card. We went, uh, and it weren't doing too well. At this no. point, you still weren't feeling too good. I was
1: chugging Pepto. <laughs> yeah. I remember that in between almost every hotel. Chug, okay, let's keep going. Yeah, that was crazy.
0: Well, the next one that we did was kind of cool. Um, that was the Hard Rock. So, yeah. walking down the hallway of the Hard Rock, they had all this like memorabilia suit worn by Frank Sinatra, suit worn by Dean Martin, Cher's dress,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know, some different shit. And uh, that was the one where. I had actually matched with them and mine, that was the only hotel that I needed to rematch with because yeah. the expiration was at the end of February and I had gone mid-February. So mine was actually expired. So we both needed to, to tier match while we were there. Mm-hmm. But because you were a near-to new tier match, they gave you $50 in free play.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which was kind of cool. So what we now at this point you still were not feeling well, and that was a particularly smoky casino.
1: Oh, it was so gross! Casino.
0: We were trying to find the game that <laughs> Crystal and I like, which is uh, uh the Willy, Willy, Wonka. Willy Wonka one. We we tended we had good luck with that in Vegas, and we uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we like playing that one.
1: Seems to be our lucky one.
0: Yeah, Um we. Um, we we looked around to see was because it was your free play. And what did you find? You found one called Clinko or whatever. Right? Oh,
1: or, that was a good guy. Plunko. Clinko. Was it Clinko? Oh, it maybe was because Clinko Plink, is definitely of, the
0: the thing, and it yeah. was definitely a knockoff name to it. Yeah, so it was maybe like Clinko. Clinko or something like that. Yeah. But it was a it was a fun game. We actually won. Yeah. On that one, we won about that was what, the
1: big one, right? No. No, no, really no,
0: no. no. <gasps> Foreshadowing.
1: Uh-oh. Um, pom- pom.
0: the uh, Yeah, we won about 80 bucks on it. So out of $50 in free play, yeah. I would have been happy if we, we had gotten $20. Back. $20, you know, out of the free play. Because, again, for anyone who doesn't know, when they give you free play, you can't just put it in a machine and take it out right away. You kind of have to play it. And if you win, mm-hmm. you can take out your winnings, but you can't take out the base amount that they give you. So... Like I said, they give you 50 bucks. I'd be happy if we went enough to take 20 bucks out. But we hit quite a few little things. And then we hit like a big, we ended up getting like about 80 bucks all said and done out of the, yeah. out of the free play, which is great. And this time around, even though I, neither one of us had status again, excuse me for the yawning, even though neither one of us had the, the rock royalty status, the kid at the, the parking garage actually believed me this time because it's the only hotel that makes you pay on the way in for parking. Because Caesars you pay on the way out, so it's great. You go in, get your diamond card, you swipe on the way out. Everywhere else you tier match, you know, you have your card on the way out so you could swipe it and not pay. Yeah. But Hard Rock was the only one that, you know, you paid on the way in. And it wasn't even the benefit of of being like, Well, this time I'll have the card. No, it's the only one where my fucking status, you know, expired at the end of the month. So I'm like
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, We need this free play just to pay for the the parking, which was the case the first time I went with Chad. But this time the kid was nice, he let us in. So yeah. You know, we saved $25 parking at Caesars, being diamond. We saved $10 at, uh, at Hard Rock, being rock royalty. Mm-hmm. And we made 80 bucks. so we're now doing well. We got at least a tank of gas and a little bit of, you know, roadside amenities paid for. Yeah, We went to Ocean uh, Casino, which mm-hmm. is where we were staying. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it was probably just after 4, maybe getting close to 5. I don't remember exactly what time it was. But uh, we got there, parked... Went in, we went to the rewards desk, matched Crystal, no problem. It actually took less time than it took when Chad and I were there. Um, they matched her, you know, right away, got at the Prime, gave us the, um, what was it, the voucher for the Avila Lounge, mm-hmm. gave you all your stuff. And then we went to the lobby to check in for the first time. Now, when Chad and I were there, we stayed at the Borgata, so once we had matched at Prime, there was no reason to stay. In fact... Chad and I went upstairs to the seventh floor of the Avila Lounge, and right as we went in, that's when they were like, "Oh, how old are you? Oh, sorry, you can't come in." I was like, "Okay, wolf down a couple things, go back downstairs and meet Chad." Well, this time Crystal and I, uh, we were like, "Okay, well, we're staying here, so we had to go to the lobby to check in, right?" Mm -hmm. Um, We still had one more place to hit that evening, but we figured let's check in, get our our room, and you know maybe deal with any issues that we have there. Um, So we went into the the lobby. It's a very weird setup that they have you know you oh, it's don't so confusing yeah you don't walk in the front door and it's like okay here's the front desk and then the, the elevators are there it's like you drive up to the sixth floor of the parking garage you know uh, I think at this point we weren't even on the wacky one you just you come into the parking garage on one floor you're on the sixth sixth floor for the casino floor mm-hmm. then you got to take an elevator up to the lobby floor. Once you're there, that's where the front desk is, and then you take the elevators of the room it's It's a lot of moving around just to get back to yeah. the the thing yeah it's it's mildly confusing, and it's opposite ends of the the yeah. casino getting anywhere. but we get to the lobby and there's fucking people everywhere. like the lineup is absolutely huge, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, well, we gotta do this just to get past. And I walked around just in case because after having been in in Vegas with Peter for a while, I realized that a lot of these properties have different designated lines. So we walked around all of these people waiting to check in, and then I saw a line for for Prime members, and so there was no one in that line. I walked right up to the front, and uh, and then right away they're like, "Oh, right, uh, next, sir. I can help you over here." And I just remember looking at you, and you weren't a big fan of that.
1: Yeah,
0: you're a lot. You're a lot. You can say your your piece on it. I. I will say that I I definitely liked it. I don't I don't have any like ego or arrogance with this status stuff. I really don't. But I definitely was glad we didn't have to wait an hour to to check in, you know, mm-hmm. because of our status.
1: No, I get that for sure. I guess I'm just, uh, you know, I'm the working class folk, and I'm just used to that kind of stuff. And I'm just, you know, I don't know.
0: You're. Well, I think it was you were saying something about how like. Uh, did did you feel like it was like elitist or whatever?
1: I, I don't. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I know that you're mm. usually a very like you're you're very. I'm conservative. Good. And... Well, you're a good-hearted person, so my guess is. I also know that you don't like you know attention. You don't like people looking at you and stuff. So my guess is part of it. You're you're not the kind of person who like just wants to butt in line and jump ahead of everybody, which is yeah. basically what that feels like. Yeah. And at the same time, you go stand in a line like that while everyone else has been there for God knows how long. We walk in exactly, and then get called to the right? desk right away. It's like,
1: "Oh, look at those dicks."
0: Yeah. Now, normally, like if it was like, you know, if someone was like, "Oh, that's that's Josh Williams, comedian. Please, let's like, let's oh get you God. let's get you ahead of these people." I know that would never be the case, but I'm just saying like let's oh say it was God. something like that where it was just like, "Oh, you're you're this person. You're better yeah. come this way." Would have got it, but I'm like, this is totally status. But the only reason I'm in this line is because I did something like the founders card, guys. Click on the link in the episode description. Um, but the whole idea is like, I just did something that was relatively easy. Like I, I'm like, like, I'm looking at all those people like, you can all do what I did. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not like you have to. You don't have to make the hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, and that's that's the only way yeah. you get in this line. There's other ways in this line. Game the system like I did. Yeah. You can be here too. Yeah. So and like I said. I am so not waiting in a line for, I would totally not be, I mean, it's wolves yep. and sheep, babe. Yeah. Wolves and Alrighty. sheep. Alrighty. Well, anyway, so that's <laughs> one of the reasons I love her. She's a good person and she doesn't, you know, want that negative attention. Whereas I'm like, I didn't flaunt. It's not like I turned around and stuck out my tongue at everybody in line or anything. I just, I walked to the desk and did my business and fucked off. But what was kind of cool was we checked in. I When I called to make the reservations, the person asked me, oh, do you want like a high floor? Do you want ocean view or city view, whatever? And I was like, oh, ocean view, high floor, please. And I even said to them, like, I didn't realize you could just ask for it over the phone. Every experience I've ever had with hotel booking is like, you know, we can put it in a note, but you really, it depends on when you get there. So... When I was talking to the dude at the counter, he was like, "Oh, we only have the seventh floor for you. The sixth floor." And I was like, "Oh wow, we're yeah, just lower, we're dropping, and lower. we're dropping quick." I'm like, fifth, fourth, third. okay, we'll take it, we'll take it, we'll take it."
1: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But like, he's like, "Yeah, we only have the seventh floor," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." I thought. You Know mm-hmm. it was higher, and I go, He's like, Well, sir, like every check in's at three, you know, and it almost, was like almost seven everyone's at checked that point in or
2: something.
0: It was like five, like, like almost five o'clock. Oh,
2: okay. yeah, <laughs> don't it don't know, wasn't blog super, blog super blog.
0: late, but it was like it was definitely <laughs> oh, like past yeah. check in a, a little bit. Oh,
2: for sure.
0: And so he's like, Well, everyone's already checked in. And I'm like, Looking back at this giant line, I'm like, Well, not everyone's checked in, there's still a lot of people that check in, yeah, yeah. But he's like, Yeah, all the all the high rooms are gone. I was like, Oh, I go, Well, shit. I go, we would have come straight here had I known. You know, the guy on the phone made it sound like my room was high and non-designated. Yeah. Seven floors up is not very high. Anyways, the wonderful woman that was working like, the the computer next to him was like, one sec. She like leaned over, said something kind of under her breath. But I I picked up in the body language. I'm like, oh, I think she's trying to help us.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know. And then she's like, let me free. He's like, no, no, there's nothing available. And I and I, and, and then she's like, no, no, just one sec. Like here, it's, like do this. Like da that. She's like, yeah. And she's like, okay, one sec, one sec. Okay, I've released it. She's like, so you should see it now. And he goes, oh, okay. Okay, so we 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 do have a room available for you. It's on the 47th floor. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's Oceanside. Oh, okay, amazing, amazing. So the woman helped us out. We tossed them each five yeah, bucks yeah. For, for the kindness. And um, and it was cool. We went up to our room. We definitely had a view of the ocean, no mm-hmm. question. Uh, what'd you think of the room?
1: It was nice. It was nice. The yeah. shower was nice.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty modern. This is a casino that hasn't been open too too long.
1: Yeah,
0: and the funny thing is, you could see down to the ground next to us, and it was like open like open grass blocks, like residential blocks, but yeah. they were like grassland, and they'd have like one or two houses yeah. on the corner of this block, and mm-hmm. they looked really cheap houses. They really
1: did. Like considering it's like right by the ocean, there.
0: Yeah, literally, like literally oceanfront yeah. property yeah. Yeah. with like. Yeah, it's really hard. I wish I had taken a yeah. picture, guys, but it's it's just like a, a square block, like a, like a residential yeah. block, only it's all lawn, except for like two houses on yeah. the corner. And you're like, this is ocean. Next to like a mega resort.
1: For sure, but it might change because this resort itself is fairly new, right? right? So I'm sure there's gonna be some growth and expansion. But I'm just
0: blown away because Atlantic City and the boardwalk area has been big for years. Yeah. So for no, all that fair. property to have just stayed it was just fascinating. It's something you wouldn't expect to see. It would be like seeing a, a block with nothing on it in a hotel next to Vegas. You're like, wait, how is how is any of this property yeah. mm, just open and available? Like if it had been just Grass without those like two little houses or whatever, I would have been like, "Oh, this property's already bought and plans are being developed to build something." Whereas, like, no, this neighborhood. And how funny is that that like in Atlantic City, like again, a block from these casinos, there was full blocks of houses, but they look cheap and poor. And yeah, it's just it's really hard to wrap your head around like you know Mm -hmm. millions and millions of dollar casino and then you know a block away nothing. Yeah. Anyways, am I losing you?
1: No, no. I'm just. I yeah. Sorry.
0: Well, you know, I'm just asking your your thoughts. You saw it with me. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Just including you in the. Uh, in you're the chatting. I'm not.
1: I'm not a. I'm not a talkover. Like I just.
0: Oh, I'm you just, go. Feel free to talk over me. I that's, can't though.
1: That's the thing. Why not? I, I I don't know. I just. You know, you're talking. You're okay. you're writing mid sentence explaining it. So I don't know.
0: It's all good. Well, feel 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 free to jump in. I've uh, we're we're still we're still recording. I'm not going to edit any of this out. But um, yeah, uh, we we got our room and we decided. I was checking in with you. You were still not feeling too too great, but I was like, listen, we can try to do MGM tomorrow. And I think you were just kind of like, you know what? Let's just get it over with. Yeah, (laughs) let's get the last one done. And I was like, okay. So last stop, uh, and and really the the ultimate uh, motivator for this trip was turning Caesar's Diamond into MGM gold. And so the last stop was the Borgata, the only MGM property in Atlantic City. So we went up to the Borgata, which is where Chad and I had stayed mm-hmm. uh, you know, a month prior. And uh we got there. That was the that was the hotel where you when we came in you basically said like I think this is the nicest one. This one's Yeah, classier. I did
1: like that one the best, yeah.
0: Yeah, what did you think when you saw it?
1: I I I thought it was really nice. And yeah. Um, I did think it was kind of classier, it seemed cleaner too than some of the other ones that we went to, yeah. Um, again, it, it had a bit of a Vegas feel, all of it, but not really, it was all very different. Um, but that one was a little further from the ocean, so I still appreciated that we got the ocean view,
0: yeah. I think with Caesars, it was like under renovations, hard rock was very smoky,
1: yeah,
0: ocean was confusing Mm -hmm. because of like the elevator from the parking garage and then through the one floor up. Oh yeah. You went up, down, over,
1: down, over, up to go to your room. You're like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. Like when you need to take uh, an elevator from the parking garage down to one floor so that you can walk across that floor to take an elevator up to the lobby floor, completely separate than the elevators to the rooms, right? then you get your room, then you walk over to another section to get elevators up to your rooms. It was just... it yeah. was a lot of a lot of moving around. So getting to the Borgata, it was like the most straightforward one. You park in the parking garage, you walk right into the same floor as the casino and everything yeah. like that. And there's only one set of elevators up to the rooms, which luckily for us on this trip, we weren't staying there. So, you know, it was just the one floor, one and done.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so we went, we stood in line. Uh, which was strange because this time they were like, we need your passports. And I don't oh, know if that, that was, was. annoying. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same for American citizens if they had to provide a passport to sign up or whatever. I think it was
1: because we're Canadian. She straight out said, I can't accept this. Like,
0: but they totally, non-
1: yeah.
0: totally did the month before. That was the part that was yeah. like, now we had them with us. My thoughts are they probably do it to Americans too. And my guess is so that they can maybe kibosh the status matching unnecessarily. Yeah,
1: because they seem like the ones that are really chopping down on it, right? Yeah,
0: MGM doesn't want to be just getting anybody in. Yeah, so exactly. We still squirreled our way in. But mm-hmm. uh, so we're back into to the car, got this stuff. The wood at the counter was not very friendly.
1: No, no. And you were even trying to like joke with her and engage a little bit and she just wasn't having it.
0: Yeah, so mm-hmm. either way, I ran back to the car. She let us... Back in line because it looked like the next person would be mad that we were yeah. going there. I'm like, hey, man, we already—I st- even said to the guy, "I'm like, look, we already stood in line." She told us wait over here and mm-hmm. come right back next. So, yeah. so we ended up getting it. They got you gold, and yep. and at that point, crystals now, and M- you know, Caesar's Diamond, Ocean Prime, Hard Rock, Rock Royalty, and MGM Gold. Yeah. So, free free nights at the Ocean, free nights at the Hard Rock, no resort fees at any of the properties should she decide to stay, and that's any of the properties globally for Caesars and MGM
2: yeah,
0: uh, and for the Ocean's Ones, which is kind of cool. Mm. Um, and so I think at that point we were like, well, why, why don't we get like a drink? Because I know that you weren't feeling too well. So I'm like, maybe we'll just sit at a machine for a minute, you yeah. know, get some water or tea or something like that. Mm-hmm. And right next to the rewards desk was one of those Willy Wonka machines. Yeah, the ones we that- felt
1: it was like meant to be.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was our, it was our favorite thing to play in Vegas. And so I was like, you know, we got to play this, we got to play it. So, uh, I think we just took like 30 bucks and you know, yep. the 20 of 10 in the machine. Uh, we also christened your new card by putting your MGM card in and we're going to play some slots on your, on your card. Yep. Um, and I think after like the 30 bucks, they're really, we got close to the end. Oh, we and were I down to like, the
1: last like 275 or something yeah. like that.
0: Yeah. And I think I'm like, okay, we'll put one more 20 in waiting to find a drink person, which yeah. never, never ended up showing. But I think we got, uh, what was it? I was, I, I joked that I'm like, oh, well, we got to find a couple of bottles of water. We're going to, we're going to pay $15 for a bottle of water because we put 30 bucks in. Yeah. And so I decided to put the other 20 in and same thing, ran it down. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't until like the second last spin that I yeah. decided to go like high bet, like 250 on the spin, a high bet. For, for us, it's a high bet. For someone who's spending thousands of dollars, $2.50 is not a lot. But hey, when you're only betting 30 bucks, that's... Yeah. It's fifteen spins. That's not a lot of spins. So what what happened on the spin?
1: You got like four hundred.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we hit a bonus. We hit a bonus, and uh, you know, it gave. It, I don't even remember what it was.
1: Willy Wonka.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It started doing the bubbles, blowing bubbles or whatever. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was. We we even got an extra spin. So it was supposed to be a three spin bonus, and one of the things we got was even an extra spin on that. So. We just hit. And I think once we got to 200, I was like, yeah, awesome. And then our last spin won us yet another $200. So yeah. we were like, okay, we just made 400 bucks, $80 still heavy from the yeah. hard rock. So we were both feeling pretty good. I think at that point, just the adrenaline of the winning maybe flushed a little bit of the illness out of you. Mm-hmm. And so we were chatting and then I think we decided like, well, hey, why don't we go to, to Caesars? Yeah, We'll go back to Caesars. There was a Chef Ramsay pub there at St. Patty's Day. And I remember what you said, which I thought was was funny and and cute. I was like, okay, she's 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 troop through. You're like, I'm like, well, do you want to have like a like a drink there? You're like, well, fuck it. If I'm gonna puke anyways, may as well be. I was like, okay, all right. Yeah. So we went to uh, we got back in the car. We drove over to Caesar's, mm-hmm. and I think it was either called Chef Ramsay's, like. I think it was Chef Ramsey's pub or Chef Ramsey's burger. It was
1: a pub. Yeah, yeah, I think it was pub or burger. Wasn't it burger?
0: I think it was Chef Ramsey's burger, yeah, yeah, at the Caesar's uh Caesar's in Atlantic City. And mm-hmm. the thing was they had a Hell's Kitchen there. But I think you and I both agreed that like, Hell's Kitchen was probably like more of like a dress up dinner and we were still wearing our clothes from the car.
1: Oh, I had like my hair my face was all crap. I was wearing my sweats from like being in the car. I was not uh uh, an attractive person.
2: <laughs> so yeah, so, yeah I, think, I
1: was like, no, maybe not the four star, whatever yeah, restaurant.
0: Yeah, we we thought we might have been a little underdressed for for Hell's Kitchen. So what we what we decided was, hey, you know what? It, it's St. Patty's Day, the the drinking and pubby day. Why don't we go to Chef Ramsey's Burger? It looks like a pub sort of style thing, anyways.
1: Mm-hmm. We
0: just thought it would fit the bill and 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 our partic- particular particular. St- situation for dress yeah um so yeah we went back to to caesar's and and then of course once they sat us uh you were looking at the menu and you found beef wellington on the yeah. menu so that's pretty sweet and
1: i wouldn't have gotten it but we had that hundred dollar credit and it was like oh for f6 of course
0: yeah if you got oh, if you got a hundred dollars yeah. burn and it wasn't yeah. like it's not like a hundred dollar gift certificate where you can use a little <laughs> bit there's some left it's like it's a one-shot yeah. deal. You get 100 bucks off yeah. of a dinner. So it was like, yeah, 70 bucks for Wellington, yeah. creme brulee, and then you had like an apple mule.
1: Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. I was so worried, though, it'd be the most expensive meal I've ever puked up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right? I was going to say, how yeah. what a luxury to be able to have right? a, a beef Wellington and then puke <laughs> it up.
1: Yeah. But
0: you didn't.
1: I didn't, but I ate little. Like, I ate half of it, but... uh I, we do know that Beef Wellington the next day is even better. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Snack on this on the way home. Yum, yum.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I had I had fish and chips. Um, The best French fries I've ever had in my life.
1: Hands down. Yeah, they're down. like spuds,
0: huh? Yeah. It was like literally like someone had taken a potato and then sliced like wedges out of it, which of course yeah. all wedges are like sliced potato, but I, I can't tell you they were like blanched and then deep fried. Mm-hmm. So the... The potatoes were like big. It was like pickles, like giant pickle spears, but yeah. like potato. And I, I don't know how to describe it. It was like it, it, the potato was cooked perfectly. So it wasn't like a French fry where it's crispy on the outside and sort of like mashed potato-y on the inside. It was like a solid piece. It was, it was, it was delicious. It was delicious. It's absolutely delicious. Um, I, I, The whole time I was eating them, I was like, I wonder if I can just order a side of these. But I'm like, that'll <laughs> probably be 20 bucks and be like, it's only... It wasn't like your standard side of French fries, guys. It was like six of them. It was like yeah. six of these. It wasn't a lot. but uh, And that's that was my concern. If I order a side of them, it's going to cost me 20 bucks and it's going to be six more. Yeah, yeah. So, and even though we just won 400 bucks, I'm still not going to waste it all on, on mm-hmm. a few French fries. So I enjoyed it. I had the fish and chips. It was delicious. And, uh, sorry, the dog, I don't know if you guys can hear him groaning and moaning in the background. He's trying to get one of his fucking toys for his us to throw favorite
1: it. favorite
0: toy. Yeah. So, Cooper.
1: <laughs> Go lie down. Stop it.
0: Um, yeah. So, basically, we did what? We did the creme brulee for dessert, your apple mule, yeah. and your, your Wellington. I was going to get the sticky toffee pudding, but our server wasn't really coming around all that much. And like right when I think I think you had decided like I'm going to get my creme brulee to go. And I wanted you to have yeah. it. Yeah. This sort of sucked because when they brought it to us, it was in like one of those plastic containers, yeah. plastic round containers. And you in. couldn't
1: break it because it was already kind of crumbled into it.
0: Yeah. It's like they took That's a spoon and scooped it out and threw it into the, the thing. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, yeah. oh, look at the presentation. It's wrapped right. up. I would almost But we think... were
1: saying that they probably have to cook it in those like ramen dish things, right? Yeah. Um, My even though like, I've seen them in tinfoil, so I, maybe really? they just don't have, no, 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 not there specifically, but at other places where they've done them in these like tinfoil dish things.
0: Well, that's what I was thinking. You could put have, like worked. parchment paper or something and you cook it and yeah. then you just pull it out of the right? dish when something. you're done. But this oh, was wow. literally like someone took a spoon, scooped it out of a dish and threw it in a thing. So like the presentationally to go, it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember thinking like, okay, if we're leaving, like, I don't need the sticky toffee pudding. I think I was feeling a little full. Yeah. But it was um it was nice. It was nice. I had uh, what did I have to drink? I should have like a random beer he suggested and the, yeah, the fish and chips. And honestly I was happy with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You seemed happy with, with your dinner. Oh, I was so happy. Yeah, and then we went back to the hotel. We we went all the way up, we got undressed, ready for bed, and then we needed a bunch of stuff out of the car.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, well, that was a me problem. That was a you problem because you did it for us. <laughs> thank you.
0: Yeah. Oh, it sucked. That was so... We were... That was a long day. We got up yes. early.
1: And again, it's not like you just went down to the car. No, you went down, up, around, and over, and then oh, like yeah, to the so moon, stupid. and back, and then back in the hotel. So,
0: yeah. When we came back in, we parked on the 10th tenth, tenth floor of parking. Which you think for a resort, it's like they have all the way up to like 13 floors of parking, which mm-hmm. is a oh, fuckload of parking. And I remember when we parked on the 10th floor. We come in to the elevator... You got to take it down to the sixth floor, which is the casino floor, walk ac- all the way across the casino floor. And again, for someone who's never traveled, uh, casino floors are not small. They're huge. Yeah. It's a lot of walking. Walk all the way across the casino floor to the lobby elevator, which takes you up to the 11th floor or whatever floor the fucking lobby is. Yeah, it's the 11th floor is the lobby. Then you walk across the lobby floor to the elevators up to the rooms. So yeah um i'm speaking the level of confusion i'm not trying to 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 drag on what i did (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, yeah just that's how like that's how much endeavor so yeah like from our room it's down through the lobby lobby down to the casino floor casino floor across the parking parking back up to the parking and then uh you know to the car so we did uh we did um I got I got the water from the car, and then I grabbed a couple bottles of water from the little tuck shop that they had down there.
2: Mm -hmm. And then we
0: brought up your kombucha in the fridge, and I think your rice cakes in case you needed something on your tummy, but didn't want to eat. Yeah, I know that's right. But uh, yeah, I mean, we had a good night. Yeah, it was good. I had a good sleep with Mm you. Woke up for a little frisky frisky in the middle of the night. (laughs) She just made a face. You guys, like, what are you saying that for? Um, but yeah, I had a great night. We woke up a nice, quick, easy pack. A one night trip with the car is so much easier.
1: Yeah, the, you did great. Time it only took you like a half hour to pack up this time, mm-hmm. which sounds like a very long time, but not for Mister Williams.
0: Yeah, I take a long time to packing. Too many <laughs> little pieces, and I'm too anxious. I'm going to leave something behind. Who left something behind, honey?
1: I left my kombucha. You know what though? I think it's because it scared me a little bit. You know what it reminds me of? Apple cider vinegar that made me puke like crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kombucha tastes like shit, but you yeah. like it.
1: But I did forget it in the fridge. My bad.
0: That's all good. So we got uh, we got dressed, we packed our shit up, brought it down, stuck it in the car, and then we went to go enjoy our free lounge ticket, which luckily two adults this time. <laughs> two adults. So we went to the we Avila Lounge. Stop at Cooper. They
1: didn't even ID us. It's probably the gray hair, but. Well, I think we gave them all. our
0: ID when, oh, we, yeah. when we got They're there.
1: They're like, you don't need that.
0: But I think it was pretty obvious that we were not 20, 20, right? 21 yeah, would have been exactly. fine. So we had our breakfast there. It was not bad. It was not bad. I think our stomach, I think even my stomach, I, I didn't want to eat too, too much that day.
1: Yeah. I just nibbled.
0: Yeah. Coop, relax.
1: Oh, He's got he this hamburger to fluffy
0: toy and he Poor just boy. sits at the edge of the bed whining at it, whining at it. So we get it for him. Thank you for being calm, buddy.
1: I even you, gave him the toy with, like, all the treats hidden in it, thinking it'll last him for a good half hour, but... Mm, he got them
0: all out? He got yeah. them all out. So it's this plush rose in between, like, in the all these petals of the rose are all plush, and then you... What, you tuck treats in between the yeah, pedals or whatever? in all
1: the different parts. Uh, he loves it. He keeps them entertained for a while. And it gets his nose all activated, apparently. It's really good for dogs. That's good. Yeah, so they make just... these like Snoozel mats or whatever too. That same idea. Snoozel mats? Idea. Something like that. Snoozleton or Snoozel mats. And what's that? It's the same idea where they've got all these different blankets and stuff all kind of twisted and you tuck little treats into it and they dig and sniff for them. It's yeah. supposed to be really good for them.
0: That's not my stomach groaning, you guys. That's the dog. Right, Coop? Yeah? Mm-hmm. This is going be crazy. I don't know if you guys can, if it, if the mic's going to pick up him pitter-pattering all over the bed trying to get excited. He'll look at it, run to the edge of the bed, and then come and run in my face like, you know what I want? Please <laughs> tell me you know what I want. <laughs> um I'll stare at
1: you.
0: Yeah. So we had our breakfast. The breakfast was okay. Yeah, no bad. They had these little bagels. I thought they were delicious, but I didn't want to overdo it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then it's time to leave. We're going to, we're going to head home. We're going to stop at the Philadelphia live casino on our way home. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I remember one of the things that you had got me at the hard rock was while you were waiting for me in the bathroom, you went to like a machine and you got a free car wash (laughs) from the hard rock. So when we left, um, it's just like, okay, we got to drive to Philadelphia, but the, the car's gas light was on. So we needed to refill and I remember I'm just like searching, oh, what's the cheapest gas in the area? Thanks to the app Waze, we uh, were able to see like, oh, there's this place, Rocktane. Oh, it's the Hard Rocks, you know, yeah. gas station. So I pull into there and it's like, oh, and then I'm, I'm pulling, I'm like, oh, honey, this is the place where fair you got fair. me a free car wash. At, at the time, I'm thinking like, oh, a free car wash, you know, we're in the resort. I'm like, where the fuck? I'm not going to drive around gonna looking for it? a free car wash to yeah. fucking hell with that. So I'm just pulling and I'm like, oh, oh, this is the car wash place. I could fucking get a car. And my car looks like shit right now. It's so covered in salt. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this would be great. Oh, fuck. And I couldn't find... I it was not like I scoured, but I look at the car. I'm like, yeah, I think I threw out the ticket because I'm like, you know, never going to make use of it. Yeah. But uh, guess what, honey? Guess what I found this morning when I was in no! the car? Yeah, your water bottle was sitting on it. So it was in the bottom of the cup holder. Mm-hmm. So... It was there. It was in the car. We yeah, could have got the that's thing. Bad. Whatever story of my life, like, so it was still sweet of you. So I still am grateful for you for getting the free yeah. car wash or whatever. Mm-hmm. And fucking had had I just lifted up the water bottle and like, oh, there's the ticket. We can right. wash the car off. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's still oh well. Good.
1: I'm sure we got a filthy driving it back. So
0: yeah, yeah. You know what? In all fairness, and it snowed, yeah. but we'll get to that in a little bit. Anyways, I just wanted you to know I found the thing. It was in the car. We could have used it. Mm-hmm. Um. So then we drove to the live casino. Yeah. This time the live casino was the same as my experience when I was there when they were like, Hey, we need to take a picture of all your stuff and our marketing team will let you know what, what thing you qualify for. So I did qualify for black. I checked my status before I left and I'm, I was black with live. So they, they printed my cards, gave them to me, gave me $10 in free play. They, they gave you the standard one for now as I'm sure you'll get upgraded to the yep. black later, uh, and $10 in free play. So I just decided yeah. we still had a reasonable amount of, you know, um,
1: winnings.
0: Yeah, exactly, winnings. And and the cash on person was like a sixty bucks. So I'm like, well, here, thirty dollars for me, thirty dollars for you. Or no, sorry, twenty each. Yeah, 10, 20, ten 20, from the free play. 10, yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, let's play. uh Let's play our, our free play or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and we all each pick a machine. I picked some stupid monkey machine because that's your pet name for me. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's a monkey. You know, exactly. with bananas, whatever. So we sat, we played. It was not very uh it was not very good. We never hit a bonus.
1: Yeah, it sucked. It sucked.
0: Yeah. Just it took my money and the free play money. Yep. And then you found the Willy Wonka machine. We yeah. played that for a little bit. Exactly. And that one we hit we hit two Oompa Loompa bonuses, but they both sucked.
1: Yeah, exactly. The person beside us was getting more.
0: Yeah, they, 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 they got a ton of stuff. They got, they got hit, they hit good, but Mm -hmm. it was just, it was nice to play. And I just remember you were like, you know, I think you were joking with me, but it was just kind of like, I'm like, fuck, it's a good thing we didn't bring in the other, the other hundreds or whatever. And Mm you're like, oh, they're in the car. We can go get them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I was definitely joking. Yeah.
0: But it was fun. I, I do like playing that Wonka game with you.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, when we came back, which, which will, I'm going to put a little asterisk there just so if, whether I speak about it on my own or if I speak about it here with, with crystal is, um, I'm going to be, uh, I haven't even recorded last week's episode yet, which I will do in the morning when I record the rest of this one. So onesies listening, you'll, you'll get all of this at once, but this will be the first official time I'm talking about it to you guys in terms of actual recording is, um, I'm going to be doing a group poll in a few weeks when we go to Las Vegas. So um, just to give you guys a, a heads up about the group poll. Um, I spoke to a few of my friends today who, you know, some of you onesies and, and, and some friends who are interested in being a part of that. Um, and what a group pull is, is it's basically a way for, for people to make more money, uh, to, to lower their risk and have a better chance at winning like a, like a high amount of money. And so the way it works is, you know, you get a bunch of people, I'll give you an example. Like we'll use a nice round number, like 20 people. So 20 people all pitch in a hundred bucks. And now instead of having, you know, 100 bucks towards winning, you've got $2,000 towards winning. And it basically just keeps everybody alive long enough to maybe hit a bonus or a jackpot or something like that. And, uh, you know, the way it works, generally speaking, is everybody pitches in a hundred bucks. Um, so you'd pitch in your hundred bucks and, you know, a lot of these group polls and things that I've seen online, uh, some of the Vegas channels that I've watched, Um, all the people are present. So everyone meets at Vegas that's booked well in advance, but now I'm, I'm going in about two weeks and I thought, well, this is the kind of thing that I can do virtually. So anybody who wants to jump in on the group poll, um, you know, I'll try to get some people together. I've already got, uh, four people committed, uh, and then Crystal and myself as well, uh, are gonna be a part of it. So, um, you know, we're already up to to 600, 600 bucks in a group poll. So the way it works is if you're interested in being a part of the group poll, um, You know, send an email contact at one man podcast.com or contact me through any other medium. If you have access to me and just let me know that you want to be a part of the group poll right now, it looks like we're going to be doing it on Thursday, April 6th um, at 5 30 PM uh, local time to Vegas. It's Pacific standard time. Or eight thirty p.m. Eastern time back here in uh, in Ottawa, you know Toronto, New York, that's t- that sort of time, um, and we're gonna we're gonna go live. So you'll be able to if you've if you've contributed to the group poll, you'll be able to watch in real time how how the group poll is going. So the whole idea is that everybody wins or loses as a group, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. it's not like you put that money in and, and you're dealing with a degenerate gambler who you know, uh, is just going to keep spinning your money. It's literally a set number of spins. So if you have, yeah. like I said, 20 people, you know, at a hundred dollars each, do we determine what the, the spinning amount we're doing is, whether it's $10 or $25. So you're doing a higher spin as well. You're not doing penny mm-hmm. slots. You're doing a higher spin. So the $10 a spin or $25 a spin. So the whole idea is that each person has effectively contributed, you know, if it's 25 bucks, four spins, or if yeah. it's, if it's, you know, ten dollars it's it's ten spins, mm-hmm. and then what happens is, however many people we have, that's the amount of spins there is. So if it's twenty people, you know, at at ten dollars a spin, we've got two thousand dollars and yeah. two hundred spins.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Did I do the math right on that? I did. Yeah. So that's the how it is. At the end of two two hundred spins, whatever money is left, that's that's the money that we split. So if we hit something, or if we lose, the whole idea is that gets split back evenly between everyone who... All the players. Exactly. All the players. So the the, the truth of the matter is you're not going to lose all your money. It's pretty much impossible to lose all your money because the machine is going to hit, even if it's not a jackpot, it's going to hit some winnings Something. on some of the spins. And that's all money that will be there after the 200 spins to to give back to yeah. everyone. Um, and then the, the good news is if it hits a jackpot or a, or a big bonus... You know, we're all going to make some money out of yeah. it. You know, I'm not saying everyone's going to become, you know, everyone's going to win thousands of dollars, but... Well, no,
1: because you're still dividing it, but it's yeah. still an opportunity to at least double or whatever. Exactly.
0: You double your money, you still made a hundred dollars, you know, and it, and it wouldn't have necessarily happened had you just stuck in the machine and done four spins yeah. on your own, right? Exactly. Like you you need to get into it deep. So this group pull is an opportunity for all of us as uh, as a group to, you know, do something fun together to participate in the live stream. Um We are, the reason I picked this particular date is that it is one of the days that Crystal is going to be in Vegas uh, with me. Cause she's not there for the entire trip. And uh, of course it's more fun doing it with her. So it'd be really cool if we found one of these Willy Wonka machines and tried to, to, you know, make a $10.
1: I would love that guys. I think we should only do Willy Wonka. Well, that's yeah. Knock on wood, but it's been pretty lucky for us.
0: Yeah. We did good when we were in Vegas. And of course mm-hmm. we haven't recorded those episodes yet, but we will in yeah. in due time, we will record them and, uh, and we'll let you know how we did. But we did have good luck with the Willy Wonka machines yeah. in Vegas. And, um, yeah. And, and for what it's worth, like, we'll try to find a, you know, a value or whatever. And, um, and we'll go from there. So if you're interested in being a part of the group poll, um, like I said, uh, it, almost impossible to lose all your money, but it's going to be a hundred dollars, uh, Canadian buy-in. Um, if you're American, I'll figure out what the conversion ends up being. Um, but yeah, you'll, you'll do that. And then we'll, we'll go live. Um, I'll, I'll hold the camera. Crystal can, can spin the, spin the game and we'll just let you guys know, you know, you can watch in real time, whether or not you're making money or mm-hmm. or losing money, but it'll be evenly distributed between all the players. And, uh, you know, we'll even do the shout outs during
2: yeah.
0: of like, you know, Hey, we're, we're, you know, we're doing riches for four pulls. Now we're doing yeah. crystals four pulls. Now mm-hmm. we're doing, you know what I mean? So we'll be spinning on behalf of you digitally, but we'll be doing shout outs and everything like that. You can celebrate with us live. Um, you know, or if you just want to watch you know, and see what might have been, yeah. you know, if we all win big, then you'll be like, shit, I wish I'd been there. And if, and if you, if we lose, then you'll be like, well, at least I didn't lose the yeah. the money, but it'll be fun regardless. Uh, but mm-hmm. one last time contact at one and let me know if you'd like to be a part of the group poll. And, uh, you know, we've got a million different ways to, to collect the cash in advance and then we'll, uh, we'll go to Vegas and we'll all try to become uh, slightly slight thousandaires yeah. off of, uh, off of the poll, but basically it just gives us a larger, pool to to work a machine from but uh yeah like i said my my vote and i think crystal's vote is for the the willy wonka machines because uh even when you're you know even if it's not paying off huge it's very entertaining to watch and to yeah, see the is. different games and stuff <laughs> like that um but that brings us back to you know we finished up at the live casino in philadelphia and we um we basically drove home at that point one of the places yep. we drove through on the way home was like scranton mm-hmm. I don't even know if we drove through it, but more, more past it. I know. But Scranton, I Pennsylvania. I we stopped and
1: saw the sign. Yeah. Well, it's the,
0: uh, it's the home of the office, at least in the show, mm-hmm. right?
1: It is. Yeah. It's, that's what they say it is. But yeah. That's not where it's filmed.
0: I had to Google it on our way down. I Googled it because I'm like, I don't think they filmed it there. Um, that, and, and they don't, they, they filmed the show, the office in Los Angeles. However, um, there is a walking I think it's a, I think they called it a walking tour or just an Mm -hmm. office tour. And the whole idea is that they'll take you to a bunch of the different restaurants and places like that that are referenced in the show. I, I read the names. I couldn't recognize a single one of them. However, someone like yourself who's watched the show multiple times would probably recognize the names of these places, which may always be a fun reason for you to go back to the area. For and, sure, and yeah, like maybe
1: when office. we're not doing, like, rushing it
0: so much. Well, yeah, I'm saying yeah. if you do a weekend where you're like, yeah. you know what, Saturday and Sunday, and then the Sunday night you drive home, so you get to see your office places. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember how far from Scranton Atlantic City was, but if it was worth the one-hour drive or whatever to save money on accommodations. <laughs> exactly. You use Just go your free to nights. Yeah, cool. and then go to Scranton and see it during the day <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then I think we did what we stopped at a Dunkin' Donuts, On the way back. Yeah. To try to get some donuts. We got a, I got a Boston cream, way better than Tim Hortons. What did you get? A vanilla cream? New Yorker. Yeah. New Yorker.
1: Yeah. How was it? It was great. Yeah. But I also had it at like midnight when we were back and like half asleep. And my stomach was like finally starting to feel better and craving sugar. I was like, oh, this is
0: so good. As long as you enjoyed it, that's all I care about. And I know we tried, uh, we tried some egg bites that were shaped like donuts, which was weird.
1: Yeah, but they tasted okay. But they yeah. were the same price as the Starbucks ones, which I'm, I
0: yeah, don't know. and the American cost on and yeah, versus exactly. Canadian cost. So the the Starbucks ones definitely, I mean, at the end of the day, for all intents and purposes, cheaper. Yeah, really, and, and taste better, um, and didn't have holes in them. They weren't yeah, shaped they like were donuts. They're
1: like mini. Um, what do you call that? Like apple turnover type, or like you know, little the, mini
0: donuts. They were like little yeah, circular. Yeah. But I know, is there something else that I'm not thinking of?
1: Oh, I was thinking like, you know, those pineapple turnover things. That's what it made me think of.
0: Oh, I don't know if I'm familiar with those.
1: Oh, okay. Never mind. They've got a big thing in the middle and they go around. Anyway.
0: Okay. Okay. They were teeny.
1: Yeah. It was like a tiny version of it, I thought. But yeah, Yeah. they were like little donuts.
0: Yeah. And then we tried these like stuffed bagel bites, which was basically like slightly larger Timbit that had like cream cheese in it.
1: I really liked it. on honestly, I wish there was a way to like get a bunch of those. It would be great, like work snacks.
0: You only had a little. I you may you didn't even. It was in, yours. I didn't really oh, eat too I much got the yours. two things for us. That's why I was buying things that were twos that we could mm. each try them. But that was sweet of you. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't get that memo. Yeah. Well, we uh, we had that, and then I think uh, the guy was like, "Have you had Krispy Kreme?" I'm like, "Yes, it's delicious." It's like, well, twenty. If you go back the other way, thirty minutes. And I was like, ah, no, no.
1: no, no
0: not not to add an hour to our trip for that. But we did start talking about like what what American chains do we not have here and what's something we'd like to try. Yeah,
1: we wanted to eat food. That was not something we could typically get.
0: Yeah, like an IHOP or Applebee's or something. Well, <laughs> so we went to Sonic in Watertown because they don't have Sonic. And Sonic had like the cute little drive-in motif. Yeah,
1: I really like that idea. I wanted to see that.
0: Yeah. So we were like, okay, and you drive in, you press a button on the thing. And they rollerblade your shit out to you, I guess. But the night we went, they were like, we're really short staffed. Because we, we pressed the button. They're like, yeah, we're not serving from the things. It's only drive through. And I think it's because they were short staffed. Because once we got to the drive through, they're like, yeah, sorry, we're really short staffed right now. You know, are you okay with the weight? And we were like, sure, yeah, no worries. So yeah. I'd been to Sonic probably once or twice before, but I only ever ordered breakfast items like breakfast burritos, breakfast mm-hmm. sandwiches. And had always been happy with it, but like you and I established, it's pretty hard to fuck up breakfast.
1: Yeah, no, um, that's fair enough.
0: Yeah. So this time we both got burgers because I went with Simon <laughs> and Mikey a few years ago, and they seemed to both like their burger.
1: Yeah,
0: they were. Wh- what do we got? We got we got a, a bre- breakfast brioche sandwich. I got mozzarella sticks.
2: Yeah,
1: the tater
0: tots that came with breakfast.
1: Yeah,
0: we got a high C. Fruit punch. Yeah, first
1: time drinking that. It's really a fruit punch. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I thought it was going to be orange. I think you thought it was going to be orange, but it ended up being a a fruit punch. Yeah.
1: I thought it would be like a Fanta or something like that. Yeah. It is not.
0: It grew on me.
1: It's also not carbonated. I really like the carbonate.
0: Yeah. No, and you're right. It's not carbonated. But it was a nice, um, I thought it was okay. It grew on us. Yeah, Yeah. And then we got a couple of Sonic hamburgers.
1: Yeah.
0: What did you think? Gross burgers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they taste like Herveys but more like dog food. Yeah, there was like this weird tangy. Yeah, you know what? I think they squished together dog food, froze it, yeah, then threw it on the grill. So it was, it was just so disgusting. And I really found all the food kind of had that weird after soury taste. I couldn't even eat the the mozzarella sticks and stuff. It was really. Just, oh, it was. So Yeah. Also though, my stomach was still off, right? So I think having that first bite of that burger, just like, it's just set the tone for all of it. It was pretty gross.
0: Yeah. It really wasn't, uh, it really wasn't that good. The first like bite, I was like, oh, I see what you mean by the Harvey's. Like I find that the regular Harvey's burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Don't taste good. It, they've got like this processed meat, yeah. frozen patty kind of grossness. Mm-hmm. Now, doing the hometown hockey tour and working the Harvey's RV, never had that problem because we did Light Life Burger, which was like a plant-based burger. Yeah. And then we did a uh, Angus? Angus Burger yeah. and the Angus was like real meat. You could even see like the ground beef. Yeah. Here. It wasn't like a, I don't like any frozen patties where you can't see that it was ground beef. Exactly. It's like all one solid piece yeah. and like, how how does this work? Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was gross. I you didn't finish yours, I didn't finish mine. God no. Not not very happy with that at all. Mm-hmm. And so uh so Sonic Burgers, big thumbs down for me. Didn't mind the tater tots, didn't mind the mozzarella things, like the breakfast yeah. one. So I I and I and the high C Grummy, so I gotta tell you the only thing I yeah, didn't like. Yeah, that me. Yep. Yeah. I
1: like their ice cubes. They're very small, they lasted a very long time. I don't know what it is, but I really like their ice cubes.
0: We there should do a better go, Canada. Come on. Sonic, better ice cubes. Sonic does ice cubes right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. We stopped for gas. That was also the point in Watertown is that we needed to gas up again. And uh, we got some Reese's peanut butter cups for Ooh, the lady. they're in
1: my fridge right now. That's all I can think about right now. Yeah,
0: you can have one as soon as we're done recording.
1: Yeah, but I got a P2, so that'll come first.
0: Okay. We... Uh, <laughs> We, i got i got a almond joy because we don't have those here and i i crushed it on the way back and then what was the other thing i got
2: i got oh, oh payday.
0: payday i got a chocolate covered pay fuck me i need to get paydays i'm gonna i'm gonna eat the fuck out of some paydays on this vegas trip it was so fucking good it was so good i Guys, want some
1: paydays too i'll bring some really yeah i'll buy some and bring them home
0: yeah you only had one bite too oh it was so good.
1: good i like anything peanut butter Mm-mm.
0: yeah yeah it was delicious um i'm about i'm about payday
1: mm-hmm. yo
0: give me that scrilla <laughs> as the young kids say um so that was kind of like we we hit this weird fucking pocket of snow afterwards it was a whole of <laughs> called snow. lake snow
1: <laughs> that was so funny yeah. It really was like snow, though, because it stopped snowing after that.
0: Yeah. I We kept saying, I've never heard of lake snow before, and I thought, is that like something they call? But when we got to the border, the guy had explained to us that, uh, he's like, yeah, it comes off of Lake Ontario when the, when the hot air hits the the cold water mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like you get this the snow storms that just happen out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really only happened in like upstate New York. And yeah. then I was worried about being a horrific blizzard when we got back and it like stopped on the other end. Yeah. So
1: it was getting really scary though.
0: Yeah. And this was late at night too, by this point, guys, like, I think we were still at like the, the, the live casino in Philadelphia by like two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we were, the, the day back was certainly longer than the, <laughs> than the day there, but for a one night in Atlantic city, like we did a lot, felt like I had a really good time with you. We, we, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, we won 480 bucks.
1: Yeah. I paid for the trip. hundred percent. And the hotel was free. So.
0: Yeah. The guy handed me a bill for $0. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, he's like, "Thank you for your stay on the 47th floor with the ocean view and everything and here you are, $0." Yeah. What did they give us? They gave us the room, the the two free tickets to the lounge.
2: Yeah.
0: So we had breakfast on them. Mm-hmm. Uh and we now, and you now have in your arsenal two free nights at the ocean, two free nights at the That's wind, right. a seven day yeah. free cruise for two.
1: Who wants to come? You have to drive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just
0: Yeah, but it's an option. It's yeah. an option. Um, none of my listeners are allowed to go spend a weekend at the casino with my wife. Just. A- <laughs> uh, I'll drive if you want to go do it together. We'll, uh, we'll we'll find a reason to to go. We'll do the office walking tour and then I'll drive us Yeah,
1: who's there. in? Let's do that. Who wants to do, want that? do that? Let's do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to. I also want to take a picture under the Scranton sign.
0: Yeah? Is that okay. something you really want to do? It's I not. do. It's yeah. not expensive, you know? If yeah, we I kind of do. The, do. If,
1: I wish we did it while we were there because I don't want to do that stupid drive again.
0: It's not that bad. Ugh, really? It's not that bad.
1: Well, yeah, the f- way there was perfect. Yeah. Cause I slept the whole time.
0: Well, you know, um, Chad wants to come back sometime in the summer. Maybe we can figure out the two things together so that it's not like, like if I have to drive down, maybe we'll go beforehand and we'll do the weekend and the Scranton and the office stuff. Yeah. And then on the way home, we'll just pick him up and.
1: and oh, come back. okay. I thought you were going to say we're going to spend all the time with Chad. No, no, thank you. I'm just joking, Chad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that could be two birds, one stone. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we just go a little further to, to Scranton. Yeah. We'll see how far away it is from Atlantic City. Because we have a free hotel there, but if we have to drive three and a half hours exactly. to get then there, it's then it's, it's not it. really worth it. But I don't yeah. feel like Scranton's that far. I feel like it's an hour and a half from Atlantic City. So to save the money, it might be worthwhile. We'll see.
1: Okay, well, we can figure that out when we're not doing a podcast, maybe.
0: Don't tell me how to run my stupid show. <laughs> I'm fucking inconsistent. I'm sorry,
1: maybe they want to listen. I don't know.
0: This, they have to hear how we communicate, honey. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people who've been listeners for a long time, it's been a long time since you've been on, so maybe they don't even think you exist. Maybe. It's like a beautiful mind. <laughs> I'm actually just sitting here by myself doing both of our voices. <laughs> I just edit the, the, your laughter. Her. It's like Norman Bates' mom. <laughs> hey, would not how to fly. Oh. Um, but yeah, we got home. It was late. And we went to bed. We went to bed. That was it. did you have fun though like for you it was your first time what in pennsylvania your first time in new jersey
1: yeah it was neat to uh (laughs) when i was younger i watched jersey shorts i was like i'm in jersey baby you know (laughs) yeah yeah. Uh you know but um
0: yeah you weren't feeling too good or barf barf like those no barf
1: barf because i was sick throughout i wish i wasn't sick otherwise yeah i had a good time yeah yeah i don't do a lot lately so it was nice to you know Going to drive and. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: It was nice spending the time. I enjoyed spending the time in the car with
1: Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I'm so sorry you were sick and I, I just want to say, you know, I've already said it, but privately, but publicly as well. I appreciate you, you know, toughing out being sick. You weren't, you weren't doing well. And I know that. And I appreciate, you
1: know. Yeah. Well, I know you like these cards and stuff and, you know
0: i'll get you to a point where you like them too
1: i know it's not that i don't they're just too confusing and i just there's too many penguins on my iceberg brain right now and i just they have trouble understanding all these things
0: that's okay <laughs> it's okay we've already started cashing in we got the we did a hundred dollar dinner
1: yeah that was good that was so tasty and it really was much better on the way back
0: that's right you're eating beef wellington in the car on the way back
1: and a cannoli
0: that was the best cannoli I've ever eaten. Yeah. I only had one bite of it, but the cannoli cream was the best. Mm. That was something. We we got our our cards at the the Hard Rock in Atlantic City, but that was the first time where you were saying like I feel hungry. And so yeah. we got like a the worst it wasn't oh, the it worst. Oh, it was the worst wrap. No, so it freaking sucked.
1: And it had these weird yeah. little tomato things. In yeah, you got it. a
0: chicken Caesar wrap that yeah. has tomatoes in it. Fuck that. Yeah, and the but Caesar the, rant,
1: the Caesar dressing was so strong and harsh, like it overpowered everything. Especially my stomach was too weak.
0: There was also very big pieces of chicken in it, which I did like. I did like that it was big, thick, like chicken, mm-hmm. like like grilled chicken strips in it, versus like ground Crumble up or whatever. Yeah. That. Um, but for, for a relatively small chicken Caesar wrap and a cannoli was like 20 Mm -hmm. bucks, 20 plus. Mm -hmm. Um, so just like for anyone who has never really traveled, just know when you're on a resort, like if Mm -hmm. you're in a casino or something like that, like the the prices are pretty, pretty hefty, which makes any kind of free resort credit you get or any comps or any of that shit, all the much sweeter because Mm -hmm. stuff is not cheap, uh, at these, at these properties. Yeah. So. It was cool. Cannoli was great. Beef yeah. Wellington was great. The high sea was great.
2: <laughs>
0: I liked, uh, I enjoyed it. the French fries on the thing. It was great for, for a night in Atlantic City. With mm-hmm. a with a big room and a view and and all the different things that we did to have not paid a dime for any of that was stuff was sweet. was pretty spectacular. Yeah. Thank you for for sh- for sitting in with me and, and chatting about this stuff, sweetheart.
1: No problem, honey. You have I'm, to go to the bathroom. Uh, Your body I'm, language. I gotta is. go pee, and uh, I'm gonna get our Reese's cups ready.
0: Okay. So Let's, you wrap
1: up. It was. I'm nice gonna wrap up. Say, say, say you say say bye to the ones. Can we turn this off so you don't hear me peeing?
0: Well, I'm gonna turn it off in just a second. I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna end this whole thing. So just say bye okay. to everybody. And bye, everybody. We're, nice with you. Where can they send their questions for you and stuff and their, their emails
1: <laughs> to uh, contact at one man podcast.com. Don't Thanks, email
0: sweetheart. me, leave me alone. Thanks sweetheart. <laughs> all right, gang, that was it for this and I'll, uh, I'll bounce back to my regular one man recording method. And I don't even remember how it ended. I think she said bye to you guys, but we're, uh, we're back now. So that was, that was my week guys. A uh, story about all the fun stuff in Atlantic city and all the things we did. Um, even last night, I can't even remember what we did. I think we were going to watch something and we passed. I don't even remember what we put on, but, um, that was my week gang. Thank you for listening. Uh, just wanted to plug, uh, my, uh, my dates. I'm this week. I'm, I'm hosting at absolute comedy. Um, I'm, I'm week is already underway by the time you guys get this episode, the week is already underway. I am hosting the 21st through the 26th at absolute comedy. Uh, I will be headlining again in May, May 23rd through 28th. So if you can't come this week, come to that in the description, there is a link to the founders card, which is what got the ball rolling on my status matching and crystal status matching and all the fun stuff we got out of that. The Neo mastercard is there 25 bucks for you for a free card that has no fees and instant cashback back, uh, thousands of different retailers in Canada, and also a link to skip which is the site that I use for booking flights. And even if you think that, you know, Hey, I'm already using hopper, I'm already using uh, skyscanner. Well, skip Lagged, in my opinion, gives you even better deals than that. So, uh, check that out, click on the link, all those things help with the podcast. Again, a reminder, uh, if you heard about it earlier and you're interested, the group poll will be happening April 6th. Uh, at 5 30 PM Pacific standard time, 8 30 PM Eastern standard time. Um, and that's a hundred dollar buy-in. So if you're interested in that, you want to jump on board, throw your money in the pile, maybe win some money, uh, at least give me an opportunity to hang out with crystal and I, as we stream it live, send an email to contact at one man letting me know that you're interested and we can go from there. Um, so yeah, like I said, coming up this week, I'm hosting an absolute comedy. It is six o'clock on Tuesday. So I am going to end this process it, hopefully get it, get it all done for you guys so that I can get my ass to the club and, uh, and hopefully be funny, hopefully be funny. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I it's been a minute since I've done stand up comedy. Um, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm hoping to, 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 to shake the, the dust off, you know, shake the cobwebs off as they say, and, uh, and make with the ha ha's. So, um, I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much onesies as always for, for being here and spending your time with me. And I look forward to chatting with you again soon.
2: its crew no way from here don't be confused